0: Maybe they do an x-ray of your neck. They say it's not remarkable. It's normal. They do an MRI of your low back. They say it's not remarkable. It's normal. The insurance company says your MRI and your x-rays were normal. What's your problem? Why are you still symptomatic? Your x-rays and films and radiographic studies were normal. What is your problem? You need a legal game plan. You need to understand what to do. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com, will help you. For
1: your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com.
2: Summer is coming and so is the heat. And at Best Way Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Best Way Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Best Way Insulation could save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. 303 469 808 303 469 Bestway Insulation 303
3: Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year 36,000 mile parts and Labor Nationwide Warranty. Find them online today.
4: KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi
5: Show. Starts now. Got him. Strike three. Ball game over. Painted the black. It took Davis only three pitches. It can calm the nerves. The Rockies win it nine to six to start this three-game set in Cincinnati. The end of four-game losing streak. They improve to thirty-one and twenty-nine. Kyle Freeland gets the victory. He is now six and five. De Galvani in his first start in more than a year takes the loss. And Wade Davis gets saved, number nineteen.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not happy. <laughs> Good morning. Great way to start, Vic. I don't care. We just
7: play the, uh the, kind of the perfect save there. I, I don't care. Wade Davis, three pitches. Gets the Rockies out of a jam. They win the first game in Cincinnati. All's good. It's a beautiful day. It's a Wednesday. Big it, Nuggets day. And it, that's how you open? It, it's the little things that set me off. The little things. Three words. I'm not happy. I'm not. Tell us why. You want me to be, you want me to lie to people? Well, you could say, good morning, I'm not having a great, I don't know, something, just I'm not happy that you're open?
6: Yeah. <laughs> okay, tell us, tell For- us why. Forgot my paper in the car. Well, that's fixable. Yeah, I know, but it's just, it's stupid. It's silly. If oh, I don't have my paper, you know how you get
7: without yeah. your paper. Couldn't find it this morning, I got worried. Oh. It was, was like it? off in a random
6: bush. Oh. I had to do something. Bad throw. Yeah, terrible. It was a Paxton so, Lynch throw. My paper's down in the parking lot in my car, which led to a question by H.W. Well, that's okay. You, know, you can have Marty go get that. So we're trying to figure out what is too much for Marty to do for us, is going down to the car to pick up my paper. In my world, Marty, that's too much.
8: You sent
9: Marcy into your house to get your cell phone. Yeah, but that was marching. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, I think we should send HW to get your paper. I think since so he's too. so quick to volunteer,
7: yes. everyone else to do work. Yes, maybe he should go do it. Do you want to get his coffee too? Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. that would
9: be nice. That would be be nice of, the plastic. I'll get you coffee. A couple of
7: fake sugars in it. I'm,
9: I'll be good. I'll go do it right now.
7: Rory wasn't working today. I had to pay for my coffee. So
9: give you an update ten minutes or so
7: when
6: I'm back. Fellas, um, in all honesty, today is uh, a memorable day. It's a day we should honor. A day that I don't think it's enough. Uh, I've got a 19 year old son, and he's at home sleeping comfortably. He'll probably sleep until two. Who knows? Not sure if he works today. But as soon as he awakes, I'm going to remind him what today means and what today is. It is the 74th anniversary of D Day. If you haven't heard, uh, June 6, 1944, Allied powers invade Normandy. Operation Overlord, it was supposed to happen on June 5th, but because of bad weather, it got delayed until June 6th. 156,000 American, British, and Canadian forces storm the Normandy region. It took almost three months. 9,300 US servicemen paid the ultimate price. It is amazing when you go back and look at the photos. But I can only imagine getting off one of those boats that approach the beach and you're sitting there, you're 17, 18, you're 19 years old, you're my son's age, you're 19, cold water, people shooting down at you, raining down at you, and you're told to exit this boat and start storming that beach. And you see your friends go down one after one in front. I mean, I just can't even fathom that scene. No, I'm with you,
7: and I, I don't think most of us can can quite comprehend what happened that day. And, you know, the, the, when you think about it, you know, the, the Germans are up on the cliff, right? And they're in concrete bunkers, and they got machine guns, and they're shooting down on you. You're just a sitting duck. They're just waiting. And the strategy, here's the strategy. We're going to send so many people
6: at you. You can't shoot us all. You're going to run out of artillery, or you're just not going to have enough time to shoot us all.
7: So, you're if you're on the Allied forces, you're just hoping you're luck of the draw. Yeah, luck exactly. of the dra- I mean, it there was no, it's not no skill. It was just hey, I'm hoping I'm not the uh the unlucky ones. That would be as terrifying of a moment when that ramp went down and it was your time to go uh, than I could ever imagine. I
6: I I don't think we have anything today that can compare to that day. No. Absolutely not. We have nothing that can compare to that. Because these are kids. Kids. My son's my kid. He's 19. You know, there were kids younger than 19 that were asked to do that. Yeah. Just imagine your three boys a couple of years down the line. Here you guys go. Drawing that assignment. I,
7: uh, it's, it's unbelievable.
6: I, I, I can't fathom it. I don't understand it. I, I can only appreciate what this day means for so many. And we're gonna take it a step further today. As you know, uh Moj has not been on the smooth lately and <laughs> big void in the smooths lineup. <laughs> but he is in Normandy. He is there. Yep. He is there, he goes every year with a group of uh US veterans, and he will join us today, the voice of the avalanche, Mark Mojer live from France at eight fifteen, just to see what it's like on a day like this.
7: I am very much looking forward to, uh, to that interview and to hearing Moj's, Moj's perspective on it. He, he's got, um, great insight on what went down because he's been out there a bunch of times. He's talked to the guys who were there. He's like an
6: expert on this he, stuff. He
7: is. So that'll be a, uh, that'll be a fascinating interview. But no, it is, it is definitely one of those days where you just, you, you pause a minute and thank the people who did that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's where the greatest generation was born. Think exactly. about it. These are guys who were like teenagers, early twenties when this happened. They were kids during the Great Depression, and then they go do this.
6: I mean, and then they have to listen to some schmo open up a radio show saying he's unhappy <laughs> because he forgot his paper in his car.
7: Yeah, what, what were the three words you said? I'm, I'm not, not happy. happy. I mean, yeah, you know, a tough,
6: tough day. I, I, this is my own therapy session, really. These three hours, I it's such a valid point. I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a distressed mood because I left my newspaper in my nice car <laughs> in a covered parking lot. Yeah, These right. are guys who survived, as you just said, the Great Depression and invading a beach with people shooting at them. Perspective is key in anything. It is clutch. Just remember perspective. D-Day, the 74-year anniversary today. Let's get things going with big news.
8: What are new the headlines? The big story we're
4: following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? <laughs> Big news right now. My
6: man is heating up. He is heating up. It was only a matter of time. You know, when Cargo feels it, he feels it. He hit one last night in Cincinnati that is still traveling. Cargo and the Rocks win 9-6. This three-run homer made it 9-3.
5: Cargo crushes this one to center field. Take a good look. You won't see it for long. Wow. Wow. Was that ball ever punished? Oh man!
6: <laughs> Did that make it nine-one? I believe my so. One? Yeah, nine-one. When cargo's going well, and he's swinging the bat, everybody's going well. It seems. And there is yeah. nothing prettier to watch that swing—the one that resulted in the home run. Oh my was gosh! Ridiculous.
7: That one and the one he hit to the upper deck the other day yeah. at Coors Field, i could watch that on loop. 30 minutes. My
6: favorite part, I know a lot of purists are going to say, well, he's just showing off. I love when he swings and lets go of the bat immediately when he knows he's yeah. gone. Yeah. I-, I love that. You know? knows. It's not Joey Bat's like where he's flicking it in the air. He just lets go of it. It's on the ground. It's out. It's Ta- done. It's over. Time to trot yes. around the base. It's over. Meanwhile, the uh, pitching department, we're going to get into that a little bit later, some uh, good and bad, but uh, Kyle Freeland did his part. Bud Black happy with the pitching and happy that he got some offensive support early.
10: Listen, some of the pitches were up and we took advantage of it. You know, DJ got a base hitter off the bat and the, uh, Ionetta got a ball up over the plate that he drove in the right field seats. Uh, so the four runs there were, were, big for us, big for Kyle. Uh, you know, we, we took advantage of some mistakes tonight. Meanwhile, Broncos OTA's Garrett Bowles,
6: uh, on the stage yesterday talking about how the offensive line, him included, did not do enough to protect the quarterbacks last year.
11: My job to do what I had to do um, to protect him, um, and I didn't do a good job of that. I'll be the first one to admit that it wasn't the best that I wanted to play. You know, I was learning, I was new. Um, you know, having all that stuff on top of my head there's no excuses.
6: Andy Janovich, will he make the team again? How many Janos? How many? How much room for Janos on this squad? He wants to feel like he's needed.
12: You never know with my position. There's only. 20, 21 of us or something like that. So you just never know what's going to happen. It's a tough position to play. Not everybody uses them, but teams that do use them tend to use them. So I I feel like I'm going to use this year. You just never know. I hope so.
6: Talking about the fullback position, of course. And the next comment you're going to hear from LeBron James. We're going to have our shot at... Uh, Carving this up, put it that way, because I find this very intriguing, very interesting. When you peel back the layers of LeBron James, yesterday he is asked, and he's clearly in a bad mood, how he handles the criticism, because there's been some criticism of him and his team. I don't know how. This was his reaction. Listen to this. Me being criticized?
11: No. You said I got criticized for something, right? No, I don't believe that. Not me. I don't care. I mean, we're in the NBA Finals. I mean, how much more picking up of teammates you want me to do?
6: Mm. <laughs> um, wow. We
7: talked about it a couple of weeks ago. LeBron has some of those moments in press conferences. That he's, he's too honest. PC. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were comparing him to Jordan. Yeah. He ain't wrong. Uh, he's not wrong. He ain't and wrong. I, this one doesn't bother me yeah. because he, uh, he kind of scoffs at the notion of, yeah, of course I'm getting criticized. I get criticized all the time. Yeah. And yeah. then he just put it out there. He's not wrong. How much more, like, how what can more you, do you want me to do? How can you possibly criticize LeBron James at this point? Well, you're nitpicking if you are. Now, I, I when we were talking about the J.R. Smith play, yeah. I was saying, hey, somebody should have called a timeout.
6: Yeah, you're the one who jumped all over. And it was LBJ's Ty Lue, case.
7: but LBJ is, you know, the the de facto coach, so somebody should have called the timeout. Mm-hmm. Somebody should have known, but give me a break. That was that was pretty
6: classic, though. I, I I'm fine with his comments, and I know a lot of people are going to think they're arrogant and off putting. Speak the truth every once in a while. Nice message to your teammates. Well, maybe. Something.
7: Yeah, maybe it motivates them. Maybe it's like, hey, uh, quit riding my coattails and actually do
9: something here, Jr. How about playing some defense, Kevin? Or maybe they get swept. I mean, that no, could whatever. that could have been a little bit of this. Is, this thing's over. We all know it's over. These next two games are a formality, and I can't maybe. wait to find my next team. Maybe because my next team's gonna have some guys who can actually play. Maybe. But We're, I mean, they're not gonna get swept. Let me put it this way: they're not gonna get swept because
6: he made those okay. comments. That's not why they're going to
9: No, No, I, and I wasn't making that leap. I'm just saying LeBron maybe can read the writing on the wall. This thing's over.
6: Game three tonight in Cleveland, 7 o'clock Mountain. Thank God there's something else other than just Rocky's Reds tonight. Feels so naked without my paper. Coming up a little later, uh, live from France, from Normandy, a special edition of the uh, lead guy on the smooth, Mark Mosier, from Normandy. Later on, DenverStiffs.com, Adam Morris at nine o'clock. Talk about a big day for the Nuggets. If you haven't heard about it, go to social media. It's a big day for the Nuggets, big night. Also, Bill Hanslick live in studio again. So we're going to give away some prizes in the nine o'clock hour. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Let's go.
11: I mean, how much more picking up teammates you want me to do?
1: This hour
6: is brought to you by CDOT.
1: Join the cannabis conversation. How do you feel about marijuana and driving? Is drug driving a problem? Join the cannabis conversation at ColoradoCannabisConvo.com.
11: ColoradoCannabisConvo.com. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging.
13: Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden.
14: I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811.
13: Our new swing set is really being enjoyed. Thanks, 811.
11: The service is free and easy, and within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Underground utility lines such as water, electric, natural gas, and cable TV are everywhere. Having them marked before you dig can prevent injuries or potential fines. Make it really easy. Download the free 811 app. The app allows you to enter your address, select the work you'll be doing, and submit your locate request in one quick and easy step. Click or call 811 before you dig, and visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station.
15: Scott A's is here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years
16: in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at
0: porterhospital.org slash urology.
13: Where's the best live entertainment? At Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. That's where. June 29th, it's Uncle Cracker. July 13th, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And Little River Band, August 3rd. Summer is full of fun and exciting entertainment at Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe. See our full lineup and get your tickets at buffalothunderresort.com.
17: Elevate your golf game at South Suburban's Demo Days on Friday, June 8th. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. And the free event kicks off at 3.30 p.m. at the Lone Tree Golf Course. Try out products from top brands including Callaway, TaylorMade, Titleist, and more. Place your order and receive 15% off manufacturer-suggested prices and have your clubs custom-fit by their PGA Pro staff. Enjoy music on the patio and great food and beer specials. For more information, visit SSPRD.org.
14: Josh Dover here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry, and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers the colorado media school is calling all creators actors editors beat makers music lovers if you want to be a star they want you so if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry you need to call 303-937-7070 right now start now and graduate in just eight months financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available call the colorado media school and reserve your seat call 303-937-7070
8: Tune in Saturday on Altitude Sports as your Colorado Rapids take a road trip to Houston to take on the Dynamo. Coverage starts Saturday night at 6.30. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Rapids.
4: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
18: Speeds in the teens and single digits on southbound 225 right now from about Mississippi down to Parker Road. Traffic is brought to you by Orkin and delay behind an accident on I-25. The crash is southbound at 58th Avenue. Every home is unique. That's why Orkin relies on the latest science to get rid of pests. Visit Orkin.com today. Orkin, pest control down to a science. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
11: Just going out there and playing fast is the thing I'm going to focus on, which is going to help me uh, um, stay focused. Also, to move my feet, you know, we changed up our pass sets um, and everything like that with Coach Strauss. He did a great job with all of our tackles. So, um, just trusting him, trusting in the process, and knowing that, you know, if my feet get there before my hands, I'm going to be all right.
6: All right, I'm going to take a page from the uh, James Manchester Merillat School of Thought here. That's Garrett, right? Mm-hmm. That's Garrett Bowles. I'm thinking of a word right now that best describes Garrett Bowles. What is that word? Meathead. I. I that's ridiculous. You know I would not say oh. that about him. Oh, yeah, your word, your word. Your my word, word, not your word. Um, my word. Goofy. The beauty of this Um, game, the beauty of this game is that there's never a right answer. It's like yesterday's show. You keep offering (laughs) words and uh, humble. I I don't know. It's something like that. I'm not sure if that fits the bill. (laughs) The new contest of the Vic Lombardi show. What's the word? What's the word in my head? What word best describes (laughs) Garrett Bowles? You know the word that comes to mind? Raw. Now what's a better word for raw? Because raw, unpolished. Raw, you know what? Raw is too raw of a word. I don't like words that begin with un, like the opposite of what they intend to mean. I don't like it. Okay. I've never liked it. Like he's undetermined. That's that's weak sauce. Like what if Come I up, called you un-tall? See, that's what I'm saying. It's not a good word. Did you hear? You're the- taking a word. That means the opposite, and throw an un in front of it. Did you watch Bachelor
7: last night, there, uh, HW?
6: No, I didn't. I
7: caught like two minutes of it, and there was a prime example of this, where the guy was trying to say that he was disingenuous, and he went with like ungenuinity. <laughs> <laughs> is this season so, worth
9: watching? I haven't, uh, I haven't caught it. I yet. don't know. Yeah. I have no
7: idea. The answer to that question is no, because no season is worth watching. I caught like three minutes of it, and I heard ungenuinity guy. Yeah. And then there was, and this happens in every first episode. There's the guy, and I have no idea what their names are, right? The, the, it's like the meathead
9: one, meathead two, yeah. meathead four. Yeah. So
7: it's the bachelorette because there's a chick, and then like 29 dudes or yeah. whatever. And of course there's the one guy going, I don't think Robert's here for the right reasons. He's not <laughs> here for Caroline. He's just here to be a model. <laughs> You're None of you are here for the right reasons. <laughs> you really think you love Carol? It's, the whole thing drives me crazy. But it is, it is the same. Why, why are you watching? It was on when I came upstairs. My kids and my wife were watching it. Wait, your boys watch it? Oh, yes. The whole thing's going on. You know, I get them to watch John Randall football life, and she gets them to watch The
6: Bachelorette.
9: But a couple of those dudes, like, have been in the station here before, and they're cool. Yeah, they are. Like Ben and yeah. JJ? Yeah. You know, because I think they get it.
6: They know that when they're there on scene, that it's theater. Well, Ben won it. It's theater of the absurd. And
9: JJ did won something it. crazy.
6: He won it? Yeah. What's that mean? Did he marry the girl?
9: Well, he got to be The Bachelor because he got Uh like third.
7: And then when he was The Bachelor, did he marry the
9: girl? Yeah, but I think they had some problems. (laughs) Really? (laughs) It didn't work out? Shocker. I can't believe that. They tried to come back to Denver and film a reality TV series. I hate the whole concept. So the
6: the word I'm thinking of, (laughs) something like raw unpolished. So I don't want to hear unpolished or unvarnished. No okay. unwords. No unwords. Yeah. You and guys keep a thinking of it. synonym for raw. Okay. Keep thinking of it and as soon as it clicks, we'll go with it. It could last an entire show like yours did yesterday. In the meantime, piping hot takes. I
5: am the greatest because I spit hot
4: fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station and the Vic Lombardi show present piping hot. It's Porter at Venice Hospital top five percent in the nation for robotic prostate surgery
6: all right I can't say too much I cannot reveal too much all I can reveal uh, is that it's a big day for the Denver Nuggets and I appreciate the outpour of uh, interest put it that way social media has taken on the role of uh, promotion It's funny, everything you do these days, you promote via social media. And what the Nuggets will do tonight is unveil something. I'll leave it at that. Something will be unveiled that's going to make Nuggets fans happy, interested. We'll see what your reaction is. The beauty it is, it's coming tonight. I I love the way we're handling this now. When something new is afoot, whether it's the unveiling of... You know, logos, uniforms, players, whatever it may be. You want to get it going via social media. And tonight around 845, I believe is the time we will find out what the Nuggets have planned. Uh, The Nuggets are ready to, to make their role in this town. They're ready to stomp, put it that way. Last year, 30% increase in attendance, big increases in television viewing, big increases across the board. They missed the playoffs. This is the year. This is the year. And it starts tonight. Tomorrow morning, we'll come back on this radio show. We're going to talk about the Nuggets being the new team in town. When I say the new team, an opportunity is available. Let's see if they can take advantage of it. Nuggets fans, today's a big day, especially those of you who are below the age of 30. You guys get into this stuff more than any. 30 and under, you're going to be talking about this tomorrow Big time. Yeah, I'm going to Trust the party me.
9: tonight. I can't wait to go to this party and come on tomorrow and tell everyone what I saw. It's going to be cool. What will you see tonight? I'm eager, honestly. I am what counting down until will that party
6: begins. you see? We can't talk about it. We can just talk about what you're about to see. And that's my hot take.
4: It's HW's Hot Take.
9: I'm in a good mood last night. The Rockies are winning big. They're up 9-1. It goes to the ninth. I'm like, all right, I'll... Turn it on. Whatever. Here comes Brian Shaw. And it's such a mop-up duty for Shaw. It's 9-3. Like, all right, just get a quick one. Get some confidence in you. Move on. Shaking hands. All good. And Brian Shaw proceeds to melt down in Cincinnati to the point that Wade Davis has to do the thing where it's like, oh, he's just kind of tossing. And then it's, oh, he's really throwing. And then it's Drew Goodman saying, oh, Buddy Black has to slow walk out there to provide Wade Davis enough time to get a couple more pitches in. We've been talking a lot about what do you do with Ian Desmond? I'm sorry, we're at the point with what do you do with Brian Shaw? Two-thirds of an inning in mop-up duty, five hits, three runs, all three earned. And it gets to the point where the closer has to come in and he's one bomb away from a 9-9 game and one of the most embarrassing losses you could possibly have. Brian Shaw not only doesn't belong pitching late innings right now, I'm not even sure he belongs in the bullpen. I know you're paying him a ton of money, but fake an injury. At this point, fake an injury. He got, he got tendonitis. Put him on the DL. Uh, I don't think you can send him to AAA, but you gotta fake an injury or, or do something. He does not belong in Major League Baseball games you're, right now. Sorry to be a buzzkill, but glad they won. That, that was appalling in the ninth inning. You bring up
6: night. a very valid point when you're dealing with veteran players in Major League Baseball. You can't send them down. No. You can't trade them this early with a contract like that. The only option you have is to fake an injury. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. Next hot take.
4: It's Manchester's hot take.
6: Vic, how about the green for Garrett Bowles? How's that? Mm, I don't like color words.
19: I'm
6: well, colorblind.
7: Uh, inexperienced, new, untrained, untried, no. untested, unseasoned, callow, immature, green, naive. no. Wet behind the ears. This is my word. Ragged. I blank. will choose the word. All right, hey, uh, my hot take today is uh, I'm going to tip my cap to our friends in Port Collins. Nice job, CSU. Did you Wait. see
9: that they have a name for their stadium? Are we rolling on this? Yeah, he's looking
7: for credit because he's in a good mood. No, I, I, I'm tipping my cap. Their new stadium, which opened last August, now in season two, is going to be known as Canvas Stadium. Canvas is the new name of Public Service Credit Union. Mm. They just went through a rebranding. Canvas Stadium. It's got a nice oh, ring to it. Yeah, you
6: know, I was wondering about that because I knew that they came to terms with public service. And I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, didn't they buy the naming rights?
7: And Public Service Credit Union Stadium is kind of a mouthful. Yes. That would have been awful. Yes. Uh Canvas Stadium, got a nice ring to it, nice yes. sound to it. The logo's pretty sharp. Looks cool. There's a big ad in the paper today where the you can see kind of what it's gonna look like. I'm a I'm a fan. Uh they also have the new Belgian uh porch up there. That's their party deck. They have the orthopedic and spine center of the Rockies field level, uh, field club level. Uh, they're able to find sponsors. So kudos to CSU. Not only did they build that stadium on campus, which is beautiful. And they did it in record time. And uh, by all accounts, it's a great place to watch a game. They've now got big time corporate sponsors tapping into a lot of the companies that are up in that part of the state. Uh, so it, it it feels like, hey, it feels Fort Collins. New Belgium's a Fort Collins company. It doesn't feel like it's a bunch of outsiders. They've done a great job with it. So kudos to CSU. But it also just reminds me of the fact that I drive by every single day a place that doesn't have a name. So we've talked a lot about this Beth Boland, Brittany Bolin, the Broncos ownership thing. What is going on that they still
6: can't get that resolved? It does make you wonder. This is a place, CSU, they didn't have that stadium two years ago. In the span of two years, they erected a new stadium and got a naming rights partner. And right. they did it all before the, the Broncos can get a
7: name on their deal. And they're not in a Power Five conference. I mean, let's, I'm not knocking. We're just being reality check here. There are things about CSU's not going to be competing for a national title. They're not on national TV all the time. And they were able to get this done. They were able to go out there and find a partner, put a name on there, have it make sense. Now let's hope it lasts. Let's hope it's not like Invesco or Sports Authority and something bad happens. So kudos. But it begs the question, what in the hell are the Broncos doing? What are they doing?
6: Why can't they get this situation resolved in three years? Let me ask a better question because it bothers me. Why does it bother you so much? Why does it bother us?
7: Because they're playing in a nameless place. And they're forcing us to call it something that it's a defunct company. That's embarrassing. And it's embarrassing that it's going to be a third name in 17 years. It it, it just it drives me crazy. I don't have a problem with corporate sponsorships. Pepsi Center, it's always been Pepsi Center. Coors Field, always been Coors Field. Canvas Stadium, let's roll with it. That's good. But you shouldn't have to have this revolving door of sponsors. A. And B. You shouldn't go for three seasons with the name of a defunct company on the
6: side of your building. It is embarrassing. That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. (laughs) It's embarrassing to the team and the community.
7: Now they finally spent the four hundred thousand dollars and took all the signage, but down, they're still calling it Sports but Authority. But they still don't have okay. a name
6: for it, and they're still calling it Sports Authority. Now they said they were going to call it that
7: because they had concerts booked. Taylor Swift was one of them. I don't the care. Guy Kenny Chesney I coming I don't up. don't care. All
6: the other people that are on care. the I don't care. I care not. Ooh, docket's it's good. Maybe it might. Be. It's still, yeah. still uh, hit hit it still still have. Did we get
7: there twenty four hours later? No, docket. no. And I drove by the place today, and I was trying. It's going to hit me. But it just bothers them. So, uh, uh, in all seriousness, kudos to CSU. I mean right. that sincerely. Great job. They've done this perfectly. But it also just
6: points out how there is some ineptitude at Dove Valley. Uh, meanwhile, that party tonight that HW is attending—that's going to be lit. The Nuggets. On Manchester Day will week. be there. Are you going there as well? I wish I could. I'm suit and tie. Are you? You weren't suit and tie. Yeah. yeah. Well, hold on a second. It's that kind of party. You're showing up in a suit and tie. Yeah, you think that's overdoing it? Yes. Well, should I wear? Just like a normal human in, on a Wednesday night in Denver, Colorado, who shows up at a, at a
9: sports party in suit and tie. If Vic went, he would totally be wearing of a course, suit and of tie. Of course <laughs> I would. You're <laughs> the guy, wait a, <laughs> minute, wait, a wait, minute, minute.
7: wait a minute, You're the guy who says I can get anywhere if I'm wearing a suit. But you're already invited. You don't have to get in. You're there. There's VIP places I want to get. Oh. So between a suit and a credential, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I may be running the show by the end you know, of the day. When you the
9: Rabbids had their party, I wore a suit, wore my credential. Next thing I know, I'm hanging with Tim Howard. You know, if my friends in, uh, in Nuggets Marketing
6: had, had my kind of sense of humor, all this promotion for this unveiling, all this, you know, the countdown begins tonight. They hit the spotlight and the unveiling is like, um, uh, Coach Malone's new haircut. <laughs> <laughs> He's letting it grow out. Exactly. <laughs> Coach got new haircut. Is this it? Yep, yep, yep. Just, All right, uh, bar still open. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> New unveiling uh, next week. You got the Vic Lombardi
4: show. Having hot takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital, top five percent in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. This week's staycation
2: is the Greeley Stampede. It's less than 30 days till the 2018 Greeley Stampede. And that means we're getting very close to the Superstars Concert Series, June 22nd through July 2nd. Featuring Darius Rucker, Dustin Lynch, Sublime with Rome and more.
4: Get more info
12: now at Altitude950.com. John Owe here. Nothing's better than being at home.
21: breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program
13: at DelectableEgg.com. Think of all the fantastic things dad has done for you. Time to repay dad with the gift of relaxation at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Dad's Day Only at Five Wellbeing is June 16th and includes a deep tissue sports massage and other services all discounted 20%. Dad'll like that. He did teach you the value of money. The day also includes a craft beer tasting. Visit FiveWellbeing.com to book Dad's Day Only at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Hey,
6: sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know me by now. I like to remain active. I like to do my things, ride my bike, play golf, play hoops. Well, recently I've had trouble doing those things, and I went to downtown's health care. Founded by Dr. Gary Rodenmacher, who's with us right now. Doctor, you've had this place going since
22: 1997, and it's very unique. Why? We offer uh, physical and regenerative medicine, so we basically we took the best of the best. We took chiropractic, natural health care, added it with medical, and what we found is we get much better results. So
6: for my case, it was lower back issues,
22: and every two or three months they'd come back. You made sure that these pains go away. Absolutely. We're very thorough. We do a very thorough consultation evaluation. Um, it's very patient-specific. Once we find out what's going on, our team of providers will get together, and they'll put a game plan together for someone to get not only just get them pain-free, but to fix the underlying problem so that the person is more stable going forward and not having recurrences in their condition.
6: Downtown's Healthcare. There's an S in there. Downtownshealthcare.com. Check it out. Denver's real estate market
1: is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful in-demand certified home inspector. A part-time schedule could earn you upwards of $85,000 a year. One recent grad is already making more than $700 a day. The next course starts June 4th. Start investing in yourself. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com for more information. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. The Altitude
4: 950 traffic update.
18: We are seeing some areas of heavy stop-and-go traffic right now. Pretty typical. Northbound I-25 making your approach to Lincoln Avenue and between the Thornton Parkway and 104th. That from an earlier accident. This report is brought to you by True Car. Traffic getting around an accident. The crash off to the left shoulder. Southbound I-25 approaching 58th. Still did some damage. Stop-and-go starting at I-76. Looking to buy a car with true price from True Car. You can know the exact price you'll pay for the car you want and see what other people pay paid for it too visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience i'm chris mclaughlin with traffic on altitude 950
4: the altitude 950 hotline is now open call 303-753-0950 to join the show it drives me crazy i don't have a problem with corporate sponsorships pepsi center
7: always been pepsi center coors field always been coors field canvas stadium let's roll with it that's good But you shouldn't have to have this revolving door of sponsors, A. And B, you shouldn't go for three seasons with the name of a defunct
6: company on the side of your building. It is embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Well, it compounds the embarrassment knowing that it's happened twice, right? A defunct company. So, But that is the gamble, the risk involved in these naming rights for stadiums and arenas. It happens all over the uh, sports landscape. Uh, there have there have been so many different names for certain stadiums. I've I've lost count. Like I remember when I used to go to Utah for a game. You you knew the name of the arena when you'd go down to the Hemisphere Arena. Mm -hmm. You you knew the name of the arena. You can't keep track of that stuff anymore. Well,
7: with some of them, I mean, there are certain ones that have been just revolving doors. In Miami, Um, that that thing's changed like four or five times. I couldn't tell you where the Dolphins play now. I have no idea what the name of that stadium is. Um, you know, sometimes they get it right the second time around. In
6: in Houston, right. the baseball field was Enron Field. Now I'm it's gonna, Minute Maid Park. I'm going to test you. Okay, I, I'll test all of us. Right? Okay? Because I think naming rights are are very important for the success of, um, not your team on the field, but extra revenue, which is important. What is the name of the Pittsburgh Steelers stadium?
9: Heinz Field. Yeah. Okay. You got that one. Formerly Three Rivers.
6: What is the name of the Buffalo
7: Bills Stadium? It used to be Rich Stadium. Is it New Era? New Era
6: Stadium could be. I don't know. Why don't you pull this up on your computer? I'm just the question asker.
9: Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize you weren't doing yeah. any of the Sorry. research. No. That's uh research. I, New Era sound sounds boring. right. It's New Era. I'm two for two. Good, Good job. Go. Thank right. you. I'm, I'm going to keep going here.
6: What is the name of the stadium in which the Cincinnati Bengals play football? I believe that's Paul Brown Stadium. So hasn't they have not sold out the name, huh? I don't think so. Oh, well, we're checking.
9: It is Paul Brown Stadium,
6: the Cleveland Browns. The Browns, I believe,
9: play Memorial. Remember that? Remember Memorial? Hang on, I don't think they have a sponsor either. Hang on, they do. They do. I just found it. I wouldn't have gotten it.
7: Well, see, because they're never on TV. We never see it. We never hear it. Uh, the baseball team plays at Progressive
6: Field. I don't know.
7: First, first
9: Energy Stadium.
6: Never okay, would got it. last one, and I know neither of you will get this. It's just left field. Tennessee. What are the Tennessee Titans? The be? Titans play in Nissan Stadium.
7: Whoa. How would you know this? I sat at a rooftop bar in Nashville, Tennessee a month ago and stared across the uh, Cumberland River at Nissan had, Stadium. You had access. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. Nissan Stadium. He's seen the plans. Yeah. seen the drawings. So, it's, it's been a few different things, though. The, but then you go with a company like Nissan, pretty safe bet. Pepsi, Coors, yeah. pretty safe bet.
6: Yeah, they're not changing their brand anytime right.
7: soon. Had anybody heard of Invesco before they went up on the stadium? No. And Sports, uh, Sports Authority is a regional, local
6: sporting goods company. Uh,
7: A, a worldwide brand like Coors or Pepsi, probably mm-hmm. a safer bet.
6: You make a p- good point there. I mean, the, the two other arenas, big stadiums here are named after... Long-standing, reputable companies yes. in the beverage department.
7: I mean, Coors has been bought since it became Coors Field. Molson now owns them. I wonder if
6: there was any talk about changing the name to Molson Coors Stadium. Cause I don't that's, think what so. the, that's what the name of the brand is. It is now. Well, that's the name of the company. But the brand, I mean, you still go buy a Coors. Yeah.
7: You yeah. still go buy a Coors Light. You don't buy a Molson Coors Light. Yeah. That would be a mouthful.
6: From the text line. Uh, speak. Should we talk about somebody who wants to know about current NHL finals arenas? Where do they play games in Las Vegas? That's T-Mobile. A, that's a cool venue, by the way. Right that, there. That is really cool. Kind of behind Cosmo and yes. Aria and all that? Yes. That's, I thought it was just like another, you know, casino mm-hmm. when you see it. That's really cool. They play at T-Mobile. How about Washington? Ah, uh, used to be like the
7: Prudential Center. I don't know where the Caps play now. Do the Wizards play at the same place? I, I think it's
6: Alex Trebek Ice.
9: Capital One Arena. Capital One. Oh, that's actually, yeah, that's a pretty smart sponsor. I just, I like when there's something that makes
7: a little sense. They're, they're simple. Like Canvas Stadium is good. Public Service Credit Union Stadium would have been awful. So Canvas Stadium is great. I like that. Well, then what should the Broncos be? Well, I would have said Chipotle, but now they're moving. I don't know. Something
6: that you know it's going to be like boom. It just works. Uh, let me read this text. And I love the fact that our texters remember all topics of the show all week. Chris and Four Collins writes, Vic. Last night, the wife and I dropped off our son for basketball practice. While waiting, we decided to hit our favorite place for pizza and a pitcher of beer to catch the Rockies game. We hadn't been seated more than ten minutes when a guy came to meet the people seated next to us. He didn't come with child or wife. He came with dog. It's a free for all these days. <laughs> Into the restaurant, into the restaurant with dog. I don't think this should be legal. Well, it's up to the restaurant. I mean, a, a restaurant doesn't have to allow it. It's the restaurant clearly is trying to make money. They want people with dogs because Do people I, like taking their dogs. Out. I don't want dog dandruff in my pizza. What day is uh, you announced this last week? What day is bring your dog to work day? That was Thursday.
7: actually me. Manchester that had it. Did that you know, it was uh, during more, you know, June. See, there's a, there's See? the okay. knowledge you're dropping so, so for
6: more, you know? There's actually a bring your dog to work day.
7: Yes. Okay. It's June 23rd, if memory serves, because I remember saying that's a Saturday. We're going to celebrate the day before. So I think June right. 22nd becomes the de facto bring your dog to
6: work day. I, I, I am dead serious when I say this. We need to bring a large, cre- like an elk to work that day. And say, I don't have a dog. I do have an elk.
7: How about just if anybody
6: brings their dog, we go home. Can we, can we just have that protest? I can't even fathom having my two barking little dogs in here while we're trying to do this show. I actually might make it show a little bit better, but it'd be crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's two weeks from Friday.
7: Yeah,
9: two weeks from Friday.
6: Uh, did you say Nuggets tonight? Yes, Nuggets tonight. They have an unveiling a party and, uh, it's going on during the NBA finals. So, if you want to watch the game, you can... I, I think you have to get invited to this party, right? It's not like...
7: Invitation only? Yeah.
6: So if I have an invite, you're saying I don't have to wear a suit. No. I don't, so don't like this. i made fun of you for in your suit. Uh Here's Danny's suggestion. Pat Bowling Field at Amazon Stadium. Amazon's not bad.
7: Amazon Stadium's fine. I don't like the maybe, whole touch-and-touch field. It, it just becomes... Would, would
6: it make you feel better if this long wait, two years of waiting, was because they were waiting for Amazon to make up its mind where they're going to move its headquarter. If, if Amazon came to Denver, that would be the perfect name.
7: Sure, that would be fine. But the, you know now it's like, wow, they're going to redevelop the whole area, and that's why it's taking so long. No, that's not why it's taking so long. Not at all. Those plans have been in the works for a long time. They could have shown those to potential sponsors for two years. And so now if it's, well, Amazon comes, it's going to be falling bass backwards into an excuse as to why it took so long. Amazon Stadium mm-hmm. would be fine with me. I would have no problem with that. The Pat Boland Field thing, I just think it becomes cumbersome. Like, pick something. Pick a lane. Pick a lane. Are you going to be? We're going to name it after someone, or we're going to name it after a company? Are we going to name it after the city, or, Mile High
6: Stadiums? Are we going to name it after a company? You just got done applauding and praising CSU. They have multiple names. I do, field.
7: but they don't call it like when you read about it in the paper. They don't say, "Hey, they're playing at Sunny Lubick Field at Canvas Stadium." It's Canvas Stadium. If the field use, is Sunny Lubic Field. Yeah. This whole. You know, Sports Authority Field at Mile High and all this stuff. It's just pick a lane. Uh,
6: several texters have chimed in. Guys, it's against health code to have dogs around food in restaurants. People should start reporting these places. Three different people have now texted that to us. I love that. It's, see,
7: so it is. There is a law
6: against it. There is a rule against
9: it. And we're just indiscriminately ignoring it to the to all of our own hazard. Manchester, real quick, if you can get Amazon money, why don't you just build a new stadium?
7: You know what? I would have zero problem with them wrecking balling that place because it was a mistake from the get-go. They screwed it up by not putting a roof on it. Just redo it. Redo it. It is, and I've said this before, it is what New Comiskey Park is to baseball stadiums. That's what Sports Authority Field is in the NFL. It was the last crappy stadium built. Why don't you
6: just play at Folsom for a couple of years? Why did I have to build it right there? It's a great location. They can play at Dix, like the Chargers play at that other soccer arena. The
7: problem is the, uh, the Chargers can squeeze all their fans in there. That'd be tough for the Broncos. That that wouldn't work. Can you Um, imagine if
9: the Broncos played at Folsom, how cool that would be? That's a good- Build a new one. By the
6: way, uh, they just came out with a ranking of the best venues in college sports. CU Folsom, number two on the list. I gotta track this down. What's number one? Uh, I can't, I, I gotta track it down. Notre Dame was number eight. CU number two. I've been list. to
7: both. CU is a better
6: place. It's a it's a cooler venue. It's, Notre it's, Dame's awesome. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous when you're watching a game at night at at. If Folsom you're Field. sitting
7: in the stands, if you're sitting in the east stands as the sun is setting, there is no better venue in all of sports in all of America. None. Period. I defy you to give me one.
6: Now there's the rest of the product that has to go hand in hand.
7: Oh, here we go.
6: What? Do they have a touchdown Jesus up there? No. I thought so. Touchdown Jesus was pretty cool to see in person. 745, you got the Vic Lombardi show coming up a little bit later, live from Normandy on this D-Day, the anniversary of D-Day, seventy-four years since that uh that day that pretty much began the end of World War II. Mark Moser, live from France at eight fifteen, you got the Vic Lombardi show.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950 is now available on
16: Amazon devices with Alexa. What would you like to listen to? All of your favorite sports talk, the best hosts, plus scores, traffic, and weather that you depend on is available anytime on your Echo,
2: Echo Echo show, or
16: any other
22: Alexa-enabled device.
12: John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans it's an amazing time to buy and home prices are on the rise getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power sellers want to know that you're for real and being pre-qualified by american financing gives them that assurance and that's a key to winning in a seller's market American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you
3: can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at KinsAutoServiceInc.com. What will you do with your $5,000
8: bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is fifteen thirty eight dollars an hour. Fifteen thirty eight dollars an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 Hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City.
23: You know, Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From oil changes, clutch repair, to timing belts, we do it all. Get your vehicle road trip ready. Mention this ad and get an oil change starting at $26.99. Plus, we offer a free brake inspection. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Family owned and operated for over 27
0: years. When America says give me a break, America comes to Brakes Plus.
14: Josh Dover here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. Colorado Media School is calling all creators, actors, editors, beat makers, music lovers. If you want to be a star, they want you. So if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry, you need to call 303-937-7070 right now. Start now and graduate in just eight months. Financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available. Call the Colorado Media School and reserve your seat. Call 303-937-7070.
13: Where's the best live entertainment? At Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. That's where. June 29th, it's Uncle Cracker. July 13th, Blood, Sweat and Tears. And Little River Band, August 3rd. The summer is full of fun and exciting entertainment at Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe. See our full lineup and get your tickets at buffalothunderresort.com.
4: The Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
13: A slow drive this morning
18: on southbound I-25 from around I-76 down to 58th Avenue. There was an earlier accident there staying slow Santa Fe to Washington. This traffic report is brought to you by Orkin. Your I-70 drive stop and go westbound Wadsworth through to Kipling. Every home is unique. That's why Orkin relies on the latest science to get rid of pests visit orkin.com today orkin pest control down to a science i'm chris mclaughlin with traffic on altitude 950
4: altitude 950 denver's all sports station now back to Vic lombardi
5: this ball pulled down the line that is a fair ball dj to hold up it gets in the corner. Winker will try to pry it out. It gets, uh, knocked around in the corner. DJ is going to score. Charlie will end up at third. And it's a terrific start for the Rockies. That one, two combination of Lemayhu and Blackman.
6: Yeah, great start. It was nine to one and then it happened at nine one. Then it got to nine three. Then you're like, okay, uh, then nine six and you start to wonder, you start to wonder at that point, here we go again. With the tying run at the plate. Is this happening again? Is there a safe lead anymore? I told you guys yesterday before that game, I said, I wonder how long before the bullpen can clear its mind of that uh, lack of confidence, whatever you would call it, because they've struggled mightily. And, and again, Brian Shaw struggled last night. It um, sort of overshadows what Cargo did at the plate, 3-for-5, including that 473-foot bomb, which was poetic and beautiful, Rockies do win 9-6, to six, but um, it got really scary there when Brian Shaw entered the game. And I get it. I know why they threw him back in there, right? You you, you want him with a big lead to gain some confidence. And it's easier to do when you have a big lead. Yeah,
15: Throw there's less pressure. Exactly.
6: But
7: he's throwing batting practice. Look at his line. Two-thirds well, of an inning. 17 pitches.
9: Five hits. Five hits, three runs, three walks. You're right, though, it was. I mean, I, I flipped over to the game, and it was... It was like watching BP and the the urgency in Drew Goodman's voice of like, oh, this will be a good little bounce back for Shaw to, ooh, Wade Davis better start lightly tossing to, ooh, Wade Davis is throwing to, ooh, yeah. Bud Black has to slow walk okay. out there. But he
7: didn't, there was no strikeouts. So he got two outs, gave up five hits on 17 pitches. That means seven of the 17 pitches were put in play. He's throwing batting yeah, practice. That's BP, yeah.
6: man. Yeah. That's BP. Yeah.
9: They had that's a absurd. I mean, it,
6: you know, you talk about confidence. That, that did nothing for his confidence. It, it helped ruin his confidence. You're thrown into a game with a big lead and you could not finish that game. They had to go, they had to go call in the
9: closer to come get one out because exactly. the tying run was at the plate. It was 9-6 and it was first and third. Yeah, and the dude at the plate had already gone yard earlier in the game, so you're one swing away from it being 9-9. Nine nine. What do you do? What do you do, what do you do with him? You fake an injury. You gotta like, get like him like off. Y- but, you, you, know, you gotta get him to the deal. After but, the
6: game, Bud Black said, there's clearly some mechanical issues that we're trying to work out, okay? Now, are those mechanical issues, you can always say, well, they're the result of a elbow inflammation or whatever.
19: Mm-hmm.
6: It, it's amazing how fine these pitchers have to be, right? It, it, he looks like the same guy to me when you're throwing the ball. I mean, I I, I don't have the the yeah. baseball eye to figure it out. Well, they really need Adam
7: Adovino to come back. The good news is he threw from 90 feet yesterday. He's going to be up on a mound by the end of the week. Didn't have any pain in his, in his oblique when he was throwing, so there's... A light at the end of the tunnel, although there is no timetable yet. If you could get Adam Adevino back, then I think you fake an injury with Brian Shaw and let him go figure stuff out. He needs, a, you know what he needs? He needs a rehab assignment in Albuquerque. That's what he needs. Go get a bunch of AAA hitters out. Go get your confidence there. Yeah. Cause you're throwing
6: BP at the big league level. The bullpen, you're right. Those relievers, so much about confidence. You know, and and just having confidence in that out pitch that you possess and throwing it where you want to throw it. He clearly cannot do that right now. But Wade Davis, if we're going to look at the other side,
7: he was very good last night. Three pitches, he threw three pitches. There wasn't any of the messing around. Greg Holland, let's get the let's get the count. You know, not in your favor. Just strike,
6: strike, strike. You know, the the, the glaring number for me, guys. When's the last time the Colorado Rockies won a road game? in which they gave up 17 hits. That number just was bold and shocking to me. They gave up 17 hits in a baseball game on the road and won handily.
7: They did, but the positive was they only walked one. I mean, the Rockies had 12 hits but drew five base on balls. So in terms of traffic, both teams were about the same. It was 18 to 17.
6: 17 hits and you win the game. That's... uh. It's been a crazy season,
9: put it that way. Well, the extremely frustrating thing is they're 20 and 13 on the road. So if they were 16 and 11 at home as opposed to 11 and 16, they'd be mm-hmm. way ahead in the NL West. Well, okay, okay and ap-
7: apparently I'm just filling this role today. This is the third time in this segment I'm going to find the positive. We talked about it like a week ago. Hey, their bats are waking up. Now, the the homestand didn't go didn't finish the way everybody wanted it to, mm-hmm. but it wasn't due to the fact that they couldn't hit the ball against the Dodgers. They put up runs. They had a lead in every game. And then they go on the road and put up a nine spot. Usually, that first road game after a homestand yeah,
6: where they struggle is where they're exactly just totally whiffing. Yeah. You're right because they go from altitude to uh, sea level, and the ball's doing things they're not yeah. used to seeing. And
7: you're right. So they put up yeah. nine runs. It's a, it's a positive. So uh, they're starting pitching again last night. Kyle Freeland was very good. I mean, he gave up the two runs in the seventh, but prior to that, he was really, really good. He was dealing. So their starting pitching continues to be solid. They're now hitting the ball. The only thing they have, and they're playing good defense, the only thing they have to fix right now is their bullpen. Which heading into the season, what would have been their number one strength? That was their strength. It was the bullpen. This team
6: was, this team revolved around its bullpen. So
7: to me though, if you, if I had to fix one thing on this, on the team, that's the most correctable or that's the one I'm going to bet. You know what? Overtime is going to be fine because that's the strength. I'm, I'm, I feel confident that they'll get that
6: part figured out. Meanwhile, the Dodgers are winning, still winning. They're back to even. Even Steven on the season, thirty and thirty, they beat they blanked the Pirates five nothing last night. We said it last week. Here come the Dodgers. Thirty and thirty. Right there, right behind the Rockies. The Arizona Diamondbacks found a way to beat Bumgarner yesterday. Bumgarner making his return and the D backs beat him three to two. I watched a little bit of that game. The Giants had the bases loaded with no outs and got nothing. That was early in the game. Got nothing. Yeah, so, see, uh, uh, Bum, Bumgartner only, only gives up, uh, two runs and, and, and loses the game three two. The Giants had, uh, helped
7: out the Rockies. It'd be, uh, Rockies would be back in first place. So they're yeah. a game out, but look how tight it is. They're a game out. Dodgers two out. San Francisco's what two and a half out.
6: Heck, the Padres only five and a half out being a very tight division. The Rockies top to, top had a to ch- bottom, it's the tightest division in football in, uh, baseball.
7: Rockies had a chance in May to build a cushion. They did, and they didn't do it. And I, we all said they're gonna we're gonna lament that they had such a bad May at home, especially, and didn't build a cushion. And here we are; they're in this four horse race.
6: All right, let's see if we can do this. Just the National League West. Let's see if we can handle the pressure. Naming stadiums. Okay, I can I can go five for five. Arizona Chase Field. Okay, L.A.'s easy. Dodger Stadium. Have they ever sold out? No. Okay. San Francisco's easy. AT and T Park. San Diego. Petco. All pretty easy. All pretty familiar.
7: Now, San Francisco's changed. It was Pac-Bell. Yes. And now it's AT&T. Yes.
6: There was a merger.
7: at and a good one, though. you think that's a brand that's going to stick around. Petco? I don't know. I mean, people still going to go to a big Dude. box place to buy pet food. Dude,
6: as long as people keep bringing their dogs to restaurants, Petco's going to be in good shape. That's true. That's true.
7: Chase Field, they were they were bank one ballpark at one point. Yeah. I was there when they called it the Bob. A lot of people locally still do. When I was down there for spring break, I noticed that.
6: Uh Derek in Broomfield says, Shaw led the league in appearances the last five years. Clearly has a tired arm. Should be no surprise. Interesting. You know, you go after a guy who supposedly has a rubber arm. Maybe it's not so rubber, especially at altitude. You know, he had that arm in Cleveland, but you bring it to altitude, things change.
9: Well, and it happened to Greg mm-hmm. Holland, too, coming off the Tommy John. He was great early in the year last year, and then he really fell apart late. Maybe Jeff Braddich needs to reevaluate the whole relievers with a lot of mileage on them strategy and free agency. Danny writes in, is it appropriate to eat a bowl of cereal in the office? I hate the
6: clanking of the spoon against the bowl. Earbuds time while listening to the show. Pet peeve of mine. Yeah, you know, you can reveal a lot about a person, how that person eats his or her cereal.
9: You ate oatmeal on air the other day.
6: Which was much better content than what we were doing at the time. Eating cereal. If you're not eating and you're just
7: sitting there, like yeah. trying to read the paper, and someone else is eating cereal. Oh God! Between the spoon clanking it's on the torture. bowl, the
6: crunch, it's and then, then the
7: slurping of the milk,
6: yeah. Yeah. it is terrible. I'm a major slurper. I drive my uh, kids crazy.
7: Like because people eat it like they do a soup. Uh, a yeah. soup.
6: I slurp the hell out of that
7: cereal. So I don't think doing that at the office is appropriate. What? What? How lazy are you that you couldn't get up 15 minutes earlier and eat yeah. that at home? Yeah, Why are you eating that? it at the office? Who does that at
6: work? You're at work. You're not at breakfast. So when you're done with your cereal, the majority of the cereal has gone, and you have a quarter of a bowl of milk left, please tell me you finish off the milk.
19: Yes.
7: Back when I was a milk drinker, yes. Okay. My will yeah. oh, do kids, it with
6: almond milk, sure. My kids will not do it saying that, mm. the, that the milk is infected or that the milk is, no. is tainted. And no, stated. I would agree. I'm like, what are you talking you about? Get That's get the rid best the milk. Part. Yeah, what
7: are you talking about? Are you, if you if you could go to the store and buy Fruit Loop flavored oh, milk, my God. I would be in. Why don't we just do this? Yeah, it's a great
6: idea. You shouldn't have
7: said it on the radio. Why hasn't somebody done this? Like, hey, this is Cap'n
6: Crunch milk. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I got weird kids. This can't be that difficult. I got weird ones. Up next, our Power 5 question of the day. A little later, Mark Mosier, live from Normandy. You got the Vic Lombardi Show.
4: Altitude 950. Denver's All-Sports Station. It's game day for the Colorado Rapids.
3: Coming up tonight, the Colorado Rapids are in national to take on National SC in the U.S. Open Cup. Kickoff is at 6.30 with Richard Fleming and Connor Cape on the call.
4: KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's All-Sports Station, altitude 950.
5: Now, back to Vic Lombardi. He couldn't get a squat. This ball is hit a long way to right. This one is going to fly out of here. Two-run home run opposite field. Chris Zianetta, his fifth of the year, make it 4 nothing Colorado.
6: The bats came out to play last night in Cincinnati as the Rockies snapped their four-game losing streak, 9-6 the final couple texts before we get to our Power Five. Isn't it called Chavez Ravine in L.A.? No, that's the place where the stadium's located. Correct. Chavez Ravine. It's really weird. Have you ever been there? Chavez Ravine is like saying Coors Field
7: is in Lodo. Yes, exactly. So, I have been there.
6: Yeah, it's it, it's almost as if they cut off the top of the mountain. They did. Did they physically cut off the top yeah. of the
7: mountain? There was a lot of controversy, too, because they displaced a lot of people who lived there. Ah, there's plenty of room in LA. And then they cut off the top of the mountain, built the stadium, built the parking lot, lots of parking lot at that yeah. stadium.
6: Uh, from Panama Jack, fellas, a new lazy dog restaurant just opened by my house. The whole concept of this place is to encourage, uh, jabronis in their Birkenstocks to bring their damn dogs with them while they enjoy a pint and dinner. It makes me sick.
7: See an up north guy? Cause there is a new one that just opened up at Orchard. I, I don't know. 148 925. 25. No.
6: So, so this dog, uh, this stadium or this restaurant, I should say, allows for
7: yeah. Animals? But if that's your theme, that's fine. that's fine. I won't go there, right? Like if it's hey, if dogs in the name and it's all about dogs, and cats? I don't want
6: dogs. Can you bring cats? Probably.
7: Ask Julie. Uh, to me, though, I don't know. If that's your theme, what about?
6: Fine. I won't go there. Then it's on me. Okay. What about parrot guy who walks around with a parrot on his shoulder?
7: I don't. I don't think that's appropriate. No. You, you know, know that guy. <laughs> you, know, that's you, a, you know. You know what that guy you,
6: is. You know that guy, right? That that's is a the guy. Pirate.
7: Who's like, I'm eccentric, and I want you to know
9: it. Mm-hmm. That's what that guy
6: Walks is. around with a bird on his shoulder.
9: Yeah. He thinks he's a yeah. real-life pirate. Like, he thinks he's like, a, a pirate. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like that scene in Dodgeball where they're like, you're not actually a pirate, Steve. You're yeah.
6: trying to have a legitimate conversation, a profound conversation with another human being, and he's got a bird on his shoulder.
7: What is the message he's trying to send to you? I'm cooler than you. I'm yeah, trendier exactly. than you. exactly.
19: Yeah.
6: I'm out there. I have a falcon on my shoulder. Let's engage. <laughs> Birds freak me out. So bird guy? Totally weird. They're always like, uh, birds have ADD. They're like flying dinosaurs. They're Look, creepy. They're moving their freaking eyes and heads. They're always, they're, they're never comfortable. You ever notice that a, cur- a bird is always wary. He's always sitting on that perch. They are shifty. They're oh shifty. My, well, they're sitting on that perch and they're like looking everywhere going, yeah, who, who wants, who, someone's after me.
3: And their heads are like they're, turn they're, they're so all the afraid, way around. They're afraid of life. What's the creepiest
9: bird? An owl? An owl is freaky because they're sitting up there at night watching you. I think a hawk, man, a hawk could go after you if you're if he thinks your hair is a bunny or something. Yeah, but they're pretty badass. Dude, like, I, I, part of me kind of goes, yeah, but that's cool. If you, never, you got attacked by a hawk? I don't think you'd be real have thrilled. Have you ever no. seen
6: a full adult eagle? Those things are monsters, huge. There's a
7: bald eagle. I mean, I, I'm down am small in the,
6: enough. They can come carry me away.
7: Down in the open space by my house. <laughs> There's well, a bald can't. eagle. They're impressive. Those I are think cool. not
8: carry you away.
7: I think a, an it. adult
6: eagle might have a chance to take me off the ground. Get your
4: feet off the ground. All right,
6: time for our Power 5 question of the day.
4: What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by
2: Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day.
3: Will you have to pay for your pizza, sir.
6: That's random. What's that from? <laughs> I don't
3: know.
9: That. Home Alone.
6: Jesse, what's that from?
0: The Home, Home alone. alone. Yeah.
9: So we want to know on the Altitude 950 text line, 30933, what are the most ridiculous things we pay for? This got you two going the other day off like, air, so we're like, going to do it on air now. They, they charge you for this? Like one of those,
6: are you kidding me? I'm actually yeah. paying for this right well, now?
7: Well, now tell the story is why we started talking about this, Vic. I, it's I, your daughter's graduation.
6: Oh, yeah, they're charging. I'm going to my, gradu, my kid's graduation in L.A., they're charging 75 bucks a person to attend graduation. And you, you pay for school already. Yes, I've already paid for the school. So it's a, she, it's she, a, she a private school. school. Exactly. I paid for the school and now I have to pay for every family member to attend the graduation services.
7: And this led to, for me, it's, I go to these gymnastics meets, right? So I pay for my kid to go to gymnastics every month. And it's not cheap. No. Trust me, I've been there. Then we pay, it, it, let's say it's out of town, right? We pay an entry fee to be in the meet. Then we
6: fly to wherever it's at. Well, you got a kid. you got a boy doing it. You don't have to pay for those uniforms all the time. Those oh, there's all sorts of uniforms.
7: Oh, yeah. Then we pay for hotels. Then I get there in Vegas. Nine bucks. $22. Shut your face now. $22 to go no, in would, and watch I, it. I
6: just wouldn't do it.
7: I, I wouldn't do it. And I'm like, there's a casino yeah. right here. Why, why don't you go? Text me how it's going. Yeah. I'm
6: going to go to the roulette wheel. 22 bucks, you know, after I've already paid for all the rest of that stuff. Just work it into the entry fee. You got me all worked up. And by the way, uh, we're giving away another certificate to the Delectable Egg. A lot of egg places in Denver only one, the Delectable Egg. What bothers me, I went to my kids' dance, uh, what is it? Competition? Recital? Uh, it's not a recital, it's a competition. You know, they're oh, competing. Okay. okay. Okay, here's what bothered me about <laughs> charging. So I'm in there, I'm at the convention center, and I say, okay, I gotta go to work soon. I pull up my phone. I'm gonna get some video of my kids. Send it to my brothers. I almost got tackled. Security came at me in mere seconds. No, why? No video allowed.
7: Well, you know what though? It is a little annoying. How many parents are no, no, up no, there no, videoing?
6: No. You know why no videos allowed? They're selling it. Forty nine dollars for a DVD. That's yeah. why no video's allowed. That's weak. So you pay to enter and then you pay to watch later because, you know, you're there. It's the same damn routine. You want to keep it from when they're older and you say, Hey, remember this? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. 30933.
9: What are ridiculous things so, we pay for? The one I'll vent about it. And this is a very standard one. We're going to get a lot on the text line. My cable bill is a joke. It, it is a joke and every month it goes up and there's a new tax or fee that I call them and I go, I didn't sign up for this. And they go, actually it kicked you in with your contract. Did it, 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 can I just get like 10 channels I want? What is, what's going on? Are we okay? Like Thanks, 10 channels minute. I want? Why, why am I paying for 972 carte? channels and paying you, you know, $180 I, actually, dollars every month? I've
6: come to terms with that. I used to be really mad about my cable bill as well because I, it's mine's excessive because I get it. I get everything because I have to. This is what I do, but I came to terms with it because I said, this is what I do for a living. My job is to watch television, watch games as many as I can. It's a write-off. Oh, not, not just a write-off. It's just, this is what I do. Yeah. You know, and (laughs) I met a guy the other night and I told him you can watch it this time. He goes, I don't watch television. I don't trust people who don't watch television. What about I don't own a TV guy? Well, that's what, that's what I'm getting at. People who have, I don't trust you. You're not trustworthy.
7: I'm all for reading, but it can't be your only option. Uh, Anytime you travel, all the things they nickel and dime me for. If you Mm. fly any airline other than Southwest, are annoying. Oh God! You're charging me for me to carry my bag. You're you're charging me for that. You're gonna charge me for a Coke. Look, if I want to,
9: you know, double Bloody Mary, okay, I'm I'm willing to pay for that. But a diet Coke? Yeah, we were on one of those to Vegas. It was Spirit Airlines, and this kid next to us was like. Really not doing good. He was like sick. Like, I don't know what was going on with him. He's like, can I please just get a glass, like a water to the flight attendant? She said, that's $3. And I was like, this kid might die. Mm. And you're charging him $3 it's for a glass of water? It's ridiculous. All right. Let me, um, I'm going to, I've got a counter
6: argument to this person on the text line who's complaining here, uh, quoting 6601. 200 years later, we're still paying to drive on highways. E470. I don't mind toll roads. Me either. In fact, I think they're good. I like toll roads. If we had, if it would allow us to have more roads. Oh man, I'll I'll pay a toll. Go down Spear. Charge me the toll. Exactly. Colorado Boulevard. toll that
7: sucker. I'm in. I'm in. I don't mind paying for what I what I use. Although I just complained about a diet coke that I don't want to pay for. It should just be worked into my ticket. That's it. That's my problem. Like don't nickel and dime me with this stuff. I like. That's why I like all inclusive places in Mexico, right? Like I just I I know my total. It's what I got. Don't charge me extra if I get the guacamole. It's just that's my oh, that's my you, cost. You'll,
6: you'll like this one. This is big in California. Every time I go visit my daughter, the bag fees they're now charging at grocery stores. Yep. See, that's not that's no good. Those are your stores. That's where you go, Mr. Vegan. That's no good. Yeah, but that's you. I don't. have your people? Those I don't have to your, like everything th- about are, it. These are your people. I'm also not bring my own bag to the grocery store, guy. Yeah, but let me let me get this straight. So I buy from your store. I buy bananas, some raspberries, some cheese dip, and some milk. I want to carry it outside. Okay, um you have to pay for the bag. Are you kidding me? I'm paying for a freaking paper bag? We don't do plastic. It's bad for the, uh, bad for earth. Well, there's some truth to that. I mean, we do need to,
7: you know, cut back a little not bit not of my our fault. consumption. It, all right,
6: so it's fine. It's not my fault if you think that way. Why do you make me pay for your, your, your paper bag? It's a paper bag. You want me to go buy a few for you and fill the stock here?
7: Here's one that also annoys the heck out of me. Automatic tip. No, no, no. I'm going to tip you based on how you were as our server. What, where do you get those? But It's don't usually you... like party of six or yeah, more. It's yeah. the automatic 18% tip. Really? Because I asked four times for a water refill and you didn't do anything. Why am I, why am I giving you 18%?
6: I was not aware of this, but according to our texters, the agreement on E470 was to be a toll road only until it recouped the cost to build it. It has since been recovered.
7: Why is it still a toll road? Well, then it should, I'm, I'm with them on that. I'm with them on that. Why is that, why is that still there? What's,
6: where are the dollars going? I don't know, dude. I mean, that, that, that highway has saved my bacon so many times when I needed to get in and out of Dove Valley in a hurry. I, I'm pro toll road. Toll, toll me up. You go on the part that's not the toll. Oh no! But when I want to go the other way, when you from, go from
7: Lakewood to Dub Valley, you're not paying a toll. No, no.
6: But I'm going the other. If I'm going the other way, like I go to my, a lot of my kids' games or something, and I'm going toward Dia from Dove oh, okay. Valley, then you're paying like, a yeah. lot of tolls. Yeah, it's $14 all the way around. Well, yeah,
9: and I had to drive on the shoulder, member on 225 oh, yeah. well, a while ago. If I had just been on E4, it wouldn't have been a problem. So this isn't yeah, things that I'm annoys you
7: that you have to pay for. It. That's the Power 5? Yeah. Things that annoys you
6: that you have to pay for. Oh, like Vic's daughter's
19: graduation.
9: That's Josh ridiculous. has
6: a good one here, but it's so smart at gas stations to do this. Paying for air at a gas station, yeah. and I already paid $3 a gallon. And they charge now a buck seventy five. Trust me, I found out firsthand last week a buck seventy five for it's that air. Air.
7: air. Do you still have to have quarters or can they, do, they take they credit card? They had a card, credit yeah. card at the one nice. I was at. yeah
6: Alright, good. I could, I could it's, get some air it's now. Smart though. Smart for them to charge. You need it. You gotta have it.
9: I've never been able to read those like PSI meters. Those are confusing to me. Like when you're trying to fill up your tires and stuff. The numbers. I don't know it how to do go those. in order. Yeah, I've got season. into that guy who like sticks
6: that tool in there and starts looking at things. Just yeah. does it look flat or not? I'd rather have the butt fill, it. Is it up or not? <laughs> That's a bit you too, guys. Uh guys, it is the seventy-four year anniversary of uh, D Day. And if you don't know the history of D Day, do yourself a favor and uh do some research. It is a pivotal day in the history of our country, history of the world. We've got a guy there. We got a guy in Normandy. We got Mark Mosier from the Smooth up next on Altitude 950.
1: This hour is brought to you by CDOT. Join the Cannabis Conversation. How do you feel about marijuana and driving? Is drug driving a problem? Join the Cannabis Conversation at ColoradoCannabisConvo.com
10: ColoradoCannabisConvo.com Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 150 15 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career, and they have everything you need right where they are. MRIs, surgery, lab,
21: Time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Um.
17: elevate your golf game at South Suburban's Demo Days on Friday, June 8th. Hey there, Denver, it's your boy Ryan Harris. And the free event kicks off at 3.30 p.m. at the Lone Tree Golf Course. Try out products from top brands including Callaway, TaylorMade, Titleist, and more. Place your order and receive 15% off manufacturer-suggested prices and have your clubs custom-fit by their PGA Pro staff. Enjoy music on the patio and great food and beer specials. For more information, visit SSPRD.org.
2: Summer is coming and so is the heat. And at Best Way Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part? Best Way Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Best Way Insulation could save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Best Way Insulation. 303-469-0808. 808.
4: The Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
18: Activity with an accident may want to avoid Bellevue and Dayton. Traffic is brought to you by True Car, also seeing delay northbound airport at 10th Avenue. An accident there, northbound Brighton at 72nd in with a crash. Looking to buy a car with True Price from True Car, you can know the exact price you'll pay for the car you want and see what other people paid for it too. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now back to Vic Lombardi.
6: Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi show. 818 on June 6th, 19 or 2018. The 74 year anniversary. ...of Operation Neptune, that was the code name of the move to overtake Normandy, the landings in Normandy. The entire plan was called Operation Overlord, where 160,000 American, Canadian, British troops stormed the beaches. On that first day, D-Day, an estimated 4,000 to 9,000 Germans died... Allied casualties were at least 10,000 with over 4,000 dead on that first day, D-Day. Crazy. Just uh, like we talked about at the beginning
7: of the show, going up in those boats where the front of it is a ramp, and that ramp, there's bullets hitting it. And it's
6: just a luck of the draw.
7: And when it goes down, you're asked to charge through water, waist-high water, trying to move through that slowly, get to the beach, and get to the cliffs while guys yeah. up on the cliffs are shooting at you with machine guns.
6: I have a 19-year-old son, and uh, on a day like this, I'm going to go out of my way to make sure he understands what these guys were doing when they were his age. That's, that's 18, just mind-boggling. 18, 19, 20 years old. Well, uh, we have a gentleman who uh, we know very well who uh, knows a lot about the subject matter. He makes the uh, trip to Normandy every year, and he joins us on the hotline right now. It is the voice of the avalanche, Mark Moser. Mos, where are you exactly?
24: Uh, gentlemen, right now I am sitting on the corner in uh, St. uh, France. As uh, some finished motorcycles run right by me. And uh, this was uh, this was the first village liberated on D-Day. So where I'm sitting right now, as I sit here, literally 20 feet away from me, 100 feet away from me, 500 feet away from me, Paratroopers of the 82nd Airborne and some of the 101st Airborne who were misdropped and, and were dropped to the wrong spot were dropped right here to where I'm sitting. In fact, the street across the house across the street from me, about 20 feet away, a uh, paratrooper hit on the roof and slid down. I'm looking at the church right now where John Steele famously was was hung up on one of the uh, the church fires oh, yeah. and, uh, and fell down sideways. And or excuse me, got hung up there, but but was shot in the foot on the way down. And, so I'm sitting here right now on D Day, and it's uh, it's relatively calm and quiet. It's a it's a great great afternoon here as we get ready to, uh, to to have a little bit dinner a little bit later on. So give me
6: some perspective. I'm looking at the map right now. How far away are you from uh, Omaha Beach?
24: I'm about uh, from Omaha. I'm about uh, oh boy, Vic. I want to say. I mean kilometers now because I'm over here yeah. in France. I'm probably about 25, okay. 30 kilometers away, something like that, from Utah Beach. Though I'm only about, yeah. honestly, uh, seven kilometers, five to seven kilometers from Utah Beach. And here's the thing: is that the the troopers were dropped here because it was an important opportunity to to seize Omaha, but obviously, but but to seize the the town of Saint Mary at least to secure. It's the best route, the best avenue out of Utah Beach, so you've got to secure this village because it's got so many roads that lead to it to get all the supplies on the shore and to move them through St. at least to begin your breakout into, a, into Normandy itself into France and establish a foothold. So where I'm sitting right now is a, a major objective, and, and the best part about it is that it was captured literally – Three and a half and a half hours after the troopers were dropped they captured Saint. Mary at least the first village liberated.
6: before we go on can you explain to people why you are there how long you've been there and what you do there every summer?
24: Absolutely so I've been here now since uh, I flew out of Denver Friday or excuse me Thursday evening and I, so I've been here since uh, Friday afternoon French time so Friday morning there's an eight hour difference right now. And so for the past several years with, with Jake Schroeder, who uh, obviously runs Denver Powell, the Operation Overlord program, we've been taking World War II vets back to Normandy every year for D-Day. And they come back here and, then, you know, some of them see their battle sites. And then, of course, the, it's an opportunity to participate in ceremonies. But, but really be around the French people. And here's what I want Americans to understand, that people in, here in northern France, people here in, in the Normandy region, to this very day, are still incredibly appreciative of what these men and, and women, obviously, who, who came aboard a little bit later on, came ashore, did on D-Day and beyond to deliberate them and deliberate their country. And really, guys, honestly, saved the world. It was the beginning of saving the world by, uh, by eliminating Nazi Germany all throughout Europe. So it was, uh, it, it was a, a, a huge turning point in history. I hope that people understand that. But everybody here still is incredibly thankful and grateful and they teach it to their school children, and there are school children here who walk up to the vets, and they've got, you know, they've got little trinkets and little things, and they want to give to the vets, and they've made signs, and they hug them, and the parents are proud, and the parents are younger, you know, than me, and they're, mm. they're little tiny kids, and then the grandparents and the old ladies are crying, and it, it's an amazing thing. I mean, it's just it's a it's a very it, it, you know incredible thing, and so that's what we've been doing, guys, and that's what uh, we'll continue to do, but also. The program is also, uh, now starting to involve multiple trips per year with the Denver school children and getting them involved in understanding. Because what the veterans have said over the years is that, listen, we're going to be gone here soon. Right, well, and we're losing our them.
5: friends. And yeah. They're,
24: they're, they're, the,
16: the guys,
6: guys you're guys with are what? They're the, early 90s, Moj? How old are the guys that young, you're with?
24: Our, our youngest guy right now is 93 years old, Frank wow. DeVita. by the way, what I would do, so Frank DeVita did a big thing with Tom Brokaw on, on uh, Omaha Beach. Uh, five year, oh, four years ago, excuse me, for the 70th, Just Google Frank Devita, Today Show with, with Tom Brokaw, whatever you want to do, and he'll tell the story. Uh, he was on a Higgins boat and the, the machine gun. He was the first boat to o- Omaha, Easy Red, and the machine gun was absolutely trained on the end of his boat. So just go ahead and do that. But what they've said, honestly, guys, is listen. We don't, as you know, I don't need to be remembered for what I did. I'm not a hero. The heroes are buried at Omaha. The heroes are buried at, at St. James. The heroes are buried, you know, across Europe in the American cemeteries and at home. He said, but just remember, you know, the values that, that, that were instilled, you know, by our generation to try and, and, and do what's right. Do good and save, you know, do good for the world because, you know, you're, it's your obligation. So we're going to try to continue that home with school children from, uh, from this point on in the coming trips.
7: Hey, Moj, one of the, one of the cool things is the ability to, to be there with those guys and, and talk to them and, and be on the scene and at the scene where, where all this happened. Uh, in all your years doing it, is there, is there any moment uh, along those lines that kind of, that jumps out at you of you being there with one of these veterans at the, uh, at the place where these, uh, historical events happened?
24: Oh, absolutely, James. I, you know, it's, uh, uh, it, it, w- w- here's the thing, some will get emotional, some will not, some will talk about it, uh, a few will not still to this day talk about it. Certainly nobody wants to talk about, you know, the heroic actions that they took and how much they kicked butt on P-Day. But, yeah, it's uh, it's emotional to me. I'll tell you what, what's interesting. Uh, guy, Our friend Guy Whitten, who's traveled with us every year, could not travel this year. He was in the 101st Airborne and he was misdropped just outside uh, St. Mary's. But to sit down with him, or even to walk a hedgerow with him, and, and you know, where he dropped and explain what he did just a little bit, it'll send chills up your spine because these uh, these are things where – it's the kind of thing where you ask yourself, could I ever do that as a human being? Could I ever do it? You know, could I ever handle it? I remember talking to John Perosi from the 82nd Airborne who dropped just outside of St. Meriglis here, and there's a, there's a barn with an orange roof on it, and he hit that roof. He's good friends, by the way, with Bill Hanslitz. So you can ask Hans about J.P. And
4: oh, God, that's a, a great idea. Fan. Yeah.
24: Yeah, you got to ask. Uh, you got to ask hands about it, and uh, and you, you know you, you question yourself as a human being. I don't. I don't have those guts to stand in the doorway at, at one o'clock in the morning over foreign soil and drop behind enemy lines, knowing that enemy is going to surround me to try to save the world in a in language I don't speak. I mean, it's an incredible thing. And, and so, yeah, you know, James, when, when the guy tells stories or to see Frank in Omaha and to see him get emotional and. It it, it makes you emotional. I mean, it it, it makes you feel proud of what these men did, obviously, to to be an American. And and it's just an incredible experience. But I'll tell you what's really cool, too, is also the current military is here. They do a recreation jump every year at Lafayette, which is about uh, two and a half kilometers down the road. And so a lot of the 82nd Airborne, 173rd, the Rangers are here, and they're all dropping. And the generals are walking around, and the colonels are here. And to meet them and watch them interact with the veterans is incredibly special but also watch them just interact with normal people and for us to be able to walk up and thank them for what they're doing right now is a really special thing and so it you know it just makes me feel good as an american that uh that our our country is in their hands should it ever need to be and so I, I, that's the best part for me too
6: good for you moj by the way you and jake doing this for for those veterans because as we mentioned we're, we're losing them man uh they're all in their 90s now and it's only a matter of time where we're going to lose that sense of history and I never want to lose that sense of history you want to remember what you went through the 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 last question I have is we talk so often about those men coming off those ships and those uh, uh those landing um assault uh troops and those crafts that they used but once they got to the beach they had to scale those cliffs and that's what I how did they get up those cliffs what I want to know
24: well yeah, there's there's, and there's a couple – if you come here ever and you go, you go see the topography, you see Utah Beach, the bluffs are very, very small. And because the 101st and EC Company, you probably see the Band of brothers, they took out those four guns at Braycourt Manor. The casualties on Utah were, were far – I mean, a fraction of what they were on Omaha. Omaha, you, you had – the tide was low, and that was in, 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 on purpose. It was intended to be that way. That's when they wanted to land. What these guys had the guys, they had to cover, you know, a, a couple hundred yards of, of open sand just to get to the seawall, you know, just to, just to get there. And, and then the bluffs, you can't even imagine what, what, what it looks like with 88 guns, you know, shooting from one end of the beach to the other and taking out 100 men at a time, not to mention all the machine guns and, and mortars and everything else. It, it, it's, it's miraculous. Yesterday we were at Point du Hoc which is a—it's the very northernmost little point, and it's about halfway between Utah Beach and Omaha Beach, and it's cold and windy and raining. The sea is snarly, and I look down, and the Rangers had to scale these are sheer cliffs. You know, they had to scale the cliffs with Germans shooting down at them and dropping grenades on them. I don't know, Vic, to answer the question, I don't know how they did it. And if you look at it, you can't believe they did it either, but the first Rangers they hit the, the shoreline, essentially, because there's no beach there, it's all rocky. The first ranger to hit the shoreline was on top in two minutes.
19: Oh, my and God. And in, in
24: many instances, their, their rocket-propelled uh, ropes and ladders oh and everything God. did not work because they were swamped by the sea. So guys were climbing up with their trench knives and a pickaxe, but you know, hand over hand all the way up. And uh, it's, it, you know, out of 225 men of, of the 2nd Ranger Battalion, that scaled those cliffs two days later after fighting, only 90 remained I mean, it, it, it'll blow your mind at the courage that these men had and the job they had to do. It's, uh, it's a phenomenal thing. And, again, I, I don't know. That's the question is I don't know. I'll tell you what's also interesting is we have some first-timers here this year, people on the trip who have never been here before. And to, to just like I was my very first time, to watch them stand on Omaha or stand at Pointview Hawk or Utah Beach and then turn back and look at what the, the soldiers looked at and try to envision how you do that especially under... I mean, even on a good day, guys, and a beautiful sunny day with nobody around you couldn't do it, then to see them, you know, and, and know that they did it on D-Day, it's, it's incredible. I mean, these were incredible men, incredible human beings who did an incredibly heroic thing. So it's just... Uh, it's cool to watch those new people look and see and, uh, you know, and, uh, and try to envision and, and understand it, but it's it's very difficult to do. I mean, it's just... It's mind-boggling.
6: Hey, Moj, on behalf of everybody here at our station and anybody listening in Denver, can you please tell those men you're with, can you can you give them a hearty thank you for us? Just do that for us today.
24: Absolutely, absolutely I will. They appreciate it, guys, but they're very humble men. I mean, they, they did some really heroic stuff, and, and I would use stronger language if I was not on the radio. Yeah. Uh, but they, they, they slough that off. You know, they don't yeah. want to hear that. The heroes are the ones that they said it didn't come back, the ones that are buried. They just did what they had to do. And that's That's the final thing I think I'll leave you guys with. Uh, you, you know, it, it makes you question who you are as a human if you could have that kind of courage. And we're traveling this year with a a, a sergeant, a, a, a special ops uh, the army ranger who, who will be out of the military soon, but uh, a guy who you know is a, a true American defender and hero, and, and so on and so forth. And you talk to even those guys today, and, and it's one of those: Hey, you know what? The, the, the world called upon them. The world called upon them to to do their duty and everybody it wasn't it wasn't a question of do you want to go and fight it was hey we, everybody's doing it we are going to do it and it was a completely different mentality and and those guys did it and it's just uh, you know someday we'll, we'll, when you guys come over here sometime you'll you'll understand too and then we'll all sit back and, and still marvel when we're 90 years old marveling at how those men so many generations before us were able to accomplish what seemed to be impossible
6: most safe travels back we'll hear more of those stories next week when you're back on air here thanks buddy
24: all right, boys. We'll talk to you soon.
6: See you, Moj. And if that doesn't deserve Employee of the Month,
7: you know I was going to mention yeah. that to him. Of I, I did nominate him. Uh, that was part of my nomination speech. Goodness I, gracious! Yeah, yeah. He
9: lost to TJ over oh. in promotions.
7: I was uh, unable to get uh, Moj the uh, yeah. the award. He had uh,
6: guts on the ice and trip to Normandy. By the way, on his C- resume. Chris and Bailey. I'm not going to read read your text. Uh, with all due respect, I'm not going to read it. I'll just say this. The reason we just devoted 10, 15 minutes to that is that I don't have to give you a reason. I just want you to remember the next time you hear us or anybody talk about courage and bravery on a football gridiron, that's nothing. That, that, that is not courage and bravery. That pales in comparison to what happened 74 years ago in any time, really. And that's all. I mean, You can't take 10 minutes out of your life to listen to that? What the hell's wrong with you at the Vic Lombardi Show?
4: Here's what's in play on Altitude 950.
2: Savor some of the most delicious, authentic Japanese cuisine at Sushi Den Restaurant's annual rooftop party. June 26th and 27th, Denver's finest and 15 renowned Japanese chefs will present a lively arcade of ramen, fried and grilled bites and delicacies. Tickets include food and drink. Exclusive VIP packages available, too. Proceeds benefit charity. Tickets on sale now at SushiDen.net.
23: You know Breaks Plus are the break experts. Come experience the plus. From oil changes to computerized alignments, we do it all. Did you hit a pothole recently? Come in for a free alignment check. Mention this ad and get a computerized alignment for only $60. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Brakes Plus, service you can trust at a price you can afford.
0: When America says give me a break,
5: America comes to Brakes
6: Plus. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know, I like to bike, I like to play basketball, golf. Well, I got issues with my back. I visited a place in downtown Denver called Downtown's Healthcare and I've never felt better. Joining us now is Dr. Gary Rademacher, who founded Downtown's Healthcare. It's different. It's unique.
22: Why? It's unique because we have a team approach. So we have medical providers, we have chiropractors, we have rehab specialists, we have massage therapists, basically underneath one roof where we provide physical and regenerative medicine. So the goal is to help people get off of medications and avoid unnecessary surgeries.
6: Yeah, and that's the thing. I've had haven't had to lean on my advil anymore. I just go in there and make sure that I'm properly adjusted. I get a massage. I get whatever I need to make the problem go away. That's my favorite aspect. So I go into the office last week, and here's one thing that I get every th- Stretching. Professional stretch. They're stretching me.
22: Man, it's so good for you. Yeah, definitely. We have people on staff that will go through what we call like a... PNF stretching where oh. it's, it's, resistive type stretching where you'll, you'll get more of a stretch working with someone than on, with by yourself. Yeah. So basically, so it's more effective. Will this make me faster and a better basketball player? That's what I want to know. If you can move better. <laughs> Does insurance cover this? Insurance covers a lot of it. Some of it it doesn't, but we've never turned anyone mm-hmm. away who actually wants and or needs the care. If someone's willing to work with us, we work with them. You made a good point. You know, we worry so much about paying for other things in our life. Why don't, we, why don't we invest in our bodies? You know, I think that, you know, we're, we, we, we are raised with this, uh, immortality type like mindset and we don't start thinking about it until we start having the aches and pains and we get into our forties and fifties. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, sometimes it's a little late. And so we, we got to catch up a little bit. And so if we really want our golden years to be golden, we need to take care of ourselves.
6: Downtownshealthcare.com. That's downtowns with an S. You go to the website, you get a, you get a lay of the land, don't you? Yes. A little bit of everything. If you want to get fixed up. Trust me, I've been there. I know what you're feeling. Downtown's healthcare is the place to go.
13: Think of all the fantastic things dad has done for you. Time to repay dad with the gift of relaxation at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Dad's Day Only at Five Wellbeing is June 16th and includes a deep tissue sports massage and other services all discounted 20%. Dad'll like that. He did teach you the value of money. The day also includes a craft beer tasting. Visit FiveWellbeing.com to book Dad's Day Only at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa.
4: The altitude 950 traffic update.
18: You want to avoid Airport Boulevard between 6th and Colfax. It is shut down due to an accident. We're seeing stop traffic around the area. This traffic report is brought to you by Orkin. Southbound I-25 still slowing Boulder Turnpike into downtown. There's an accident clearing at the end of the ramp from Washington onto southbound I-25. So watch for that. Southbound I-25 staying slow Santa Fe to Broadway. Every home is unique. That's why Orkin relies on the latest science to get rid of pests. Visit Orkin.com today or Orkin and pest control down to a science. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Me being criticized?
11: No. You said I got criticized for something, right? No, I don't believe that. Not me. I don't care. I mean, we're in the NBA Finals. I mean, how much more picking up with teammates you want me to do?
6: A little catty LeBron James there, huh? Somebody asked him about uh if he's done enough to pick up his teammates. Hey, I got him here. What more do you want? Some of the text coming in. Uh thank you for acknowledging D Day and those brave soldiers who persevered. Powerful segment. That's with Taylor and Longmont. I'm glad you get it, Taylor. I, I don't care that we're a sports station. I, I don't care. <laughs> There's an off season, trust me. Dana. I appreciate the hell out of that segment. Anyone who can't compound sand, John in North Denver, got me crying this morning. Uh, Joseph says I can't believe somebody would complain about that. Uh Yes, somebody did, and and, and I, I just don't. We should be celebrating peace, not war, says Chris. That's what? What are you talking about? What, we're not celebrating war, dude. Well, to some extent, we are celebrating peace.
7: The fact that D-Day occurred is what led to the peace. Without D-Day, there is no Victory in Europe Day. There is no peace. There continues to be people that would be prosecuted all over Europe and killed all over Europe by an evil regime.
8: Not sure if we'd be
7: here. Right. Exactly. Um, So I I just – I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, we're not sitting here saying, hey, war is awesome. But we're saying the people who went out 74 years ago and did something that most of us, if we're being honest with ourselves, yeah. could never do.
6: And, and different things resonate to different people. The, re- the reason it resonates to me, and I'll be totally blunt with you, because, listen, I was 18, 19, and I read about D-Day, and it, I was just like, yeah, okay, cool history. But when I became a father and I looked down at my son, who's 19, and I can only imagine him having to do that. Him having to jump out of the back of a freaking boat and run up that hill, yeah, I, I I just can't fathom it.
7: Well, no, and I can totally understand that. I think you 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 start to resonate with it on either extreme, right? So my kids aren't old enough yet, but I can understand yeah. how that would would hit you. I do have nephews that are that age, and you're like, man, I can't Im- I can't imagine them doing that. Mm-hmm. But the other side of the equation is, you know, I had two grandfathers who fought in that war. One of which is passed passed on. One of which is still alive. And you hear their stories and you talk to him about it. And the one it's that's still alive. What, what did he do? He was a bombardier. Wow. How old is he? Super cool. 94. He'll be 95 Have, have, you, have you, you ever
6: had a heart to heart, like real profound discussion or does he? Yeah. No, we've had, we've yeah. had conversations about it.
7: Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing at his age that he recalls the detail that he does and well, can tell got, the stories. He's got
6: the Manchester brain. That's,
7: he's, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive. It's pretty amazing that, uh, the things those guys did. Um it's it's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. My and my other grandfather was a fighter pilot which back yeah. in the day was, you know, just the smaller planes but sure. um just incredible. Stuff that, you know, again, if I'm being honest with myself, I don't know that I have the No.
6: No. You know what we're we make fun of HW and millennials and we do it tongue in cheek, obviously. Yeah. But we're all the same, right? We're we're from a different generation, a different time, which is different. We, we, we assume too much. We assume, you know, what made me upset today? I started the show by saying I'm not happy because I left my newspaper in the car. That made me upset. Yeah. Your opening three words were, I'm not happy. Exactly. That made me upset. Perspective. That's all. Yeah. And That's I don't all.
7: think taking 15 minutes, uh, to have a little perspective today is a, is a bad thing. No, it wouldn't be a bad thing if yesterday was the busiest day in the history of sports. It still wouldn't be a bad thing, but. There was one. There was a Rockies game last night. That was it. What else are we talking about today? That we're we're interrupting to do fifteen minutes. I mean, the guy wasn't just complaining. It really did kind of bother me the well, the okay, way he complained.
9: Okay, but real quick, he did complain, right? But we have thirty, forty, fifty texts about how great right. it was. So we don't need to dwell on the one, right. one guy who said what he said.
6: You're right. Um, back to LeBron James. Sure. Phil Hans is going to join us by the way at nine thirty. He comes bearing gifts. Is LeBron James cooked? Is, is his confidence shot? Is his team's ability to win a game in this series, is, is it over? No. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they get blown out tonight. Would you be surprised if they won tonight? A little bit. I wouldn't be. The look on his face during that three minute, did you see that three minute video? <laughs> during the commercial break after JR called the, it, it was over. Who do you think he was mad at in order there? Uh, JR and his coach. Yeah, and why was he mad at his coach? Because he asked his coach if there were any timeouts left. And then when the coach responded yes, uh LeBron buried his face in his hands.
7: Okay, so the day after the game, I put some of the blame. I, I I said it all isn't just JR. It's mostly JR. But it's also George Hill. He missed the free throw. If he makes the free throw, JR never has to get the rebound and screw it up, so it's somewhat on him. And then I said it's on Tyloo and it's on LeBron. LeBron's gotta know he has a timeout there too. He could have called a timeout. He's on the floor right next to the official. He's three feet from the official. Call a timeout. He's got to know. Tyloo's got to know. Somebody needed to call a timeout there. I, just I think, think, think he was mad at himself. I
6: I, I I think so too. Um, because the reason a timeout wasn't called. Let's go back. The reason the time they were all shocked. Sometimes shock takes a couple seconds to set in.
9: No one could process exactly. what JR was doing. What's happening yeah, right now? It was so he, ridiculous. It's
6: like, is he going out there to take a three? Is he going out there to pass to LeBron? Is what is he? What is happening? I would normally
7: agree with you if we hadn't seen that video. He asked Ty Lue how many timeouts there were. The reason the timeout wasn't called, he didn't know they had one, and he didn't want to pull a Chris Webber, call a timeout when they didn't have one, and get a technical foul. He was mad at himself because he didn't know there was a timeout, and had he known there was a timeout, he would have called one. So Jr. didn't know the situation, and LeBron James didn't know the situation. Both guys are at fault for the way the final five seconds
6: of that game went. It's so funny how we still maintain that that had any any impact on this. Series. They're going to lose a series anyway. They exactly would have gone maybe six or seven yeah, instead what, of five. What, what's the difference?
7: Did you hear this thing about a gentleman sweep? What?
6: Mm. A no. gentleman
7: sweep where you, you you go ahead and lay down and let the home team win one of these next games so you can win it in five on your home court. Oh,
6: so you can enjoy and celebrate in front and you're of not, your fans.
9: And you're not sweeping them,
6: you're not embarrassing if, if, them. If you do that, you deserve to lose a series,
9: by the way. Yeah, I if you intentionally throw a game, I hope you lose in seven and it blows up in your face. I, here's
6: what I hope,
7: and this is I'm not rooting necessarily for someone to get injured, but what would be appropriate is you do that. You try to go home and win it on your home court, and all your star players get hurt in the first five minutes of game five, and you're out of luck. No, you don't
6: play with fire like that. No. Now, listen, the Avs have won two Stanley Cup championships. One was celebrated in Florida. The other one was celebrated here at Pepsi Center. Granted, we're going to remember the one here, but the first, I mean, come on. I don't care. No. It, it, it doesn't diminish that championship You get a chance to win it,
7: you close it out. You don't play with that fire ever. gentlemen sweep. Who brought that up? I think it was uh, Brian Windhorst on, yeah. Yeah, on ESPN Bury
6: the other day. Very field day of you. Not me. I'm not a fan oh, of it. Goodness, When we come back. Bury people while you can. Marty O and his morning sugar fix. D-Day, the, the anniversary, June 6th. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. <laughs>
4: It's the premier Colorado golf event of this summer, and Altitude 950 can put you there. The 39th U.S. Senior Open at the Broadmoor. Listen all day, all week to win tickets. All you gotta do is just tap it. In. No one gets you closer to the stars. What? Daily with a big stick here. The players. With his chip.
20: Oh my God.
4: The games and the golf.
20: That's what it takes to lead a U.S. Senior Open
4: in Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950.
17: My name is Brandon. I am a manager of tire sales at Snow Complete Auto Care. When you come here to get service, we're going to take care of your car because you take care of your car, your car is going to take care of you.
11: Come in for the Firestone Complete Auto Care Epic Sales Event and save $100 when you spend $500 or more. Whatever you drive, drive a
17: Firestone. Valid June 7th through the 10th. Exclusions apply. be combined with other offers. Additional fees may apply where lawful in store for details.
21: It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg. At five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com.
16: Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term even save you up to a thousand dollars a month and it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals including paying off high interest debt i'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days plus there are never any upfront fees so call today and let american financing coach you into a better home loan 303 695 that's 303-695-7000 or americanfinancing.net and mls
18: 182334 regulated by the division of real estate
1: this legal minute is brought to you by Bell and Pollock personal injury lawyers at championsofthepeople.com.
0: Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. This is your legal minute. You're injured. It's a car crash. You've been rear-ended. Now you're going to talk to the insurance adjuster. Surely they're going to help you. Wrong. Surely they're going to be on your side. Wrong. Do you know what to say and do in the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster? If they said, we're going to send you a few forms to fill out, would you do it? We're going to send you some releases and a questionnaire. Should you do it? No. Should you sign the releases? No. You need to listen to our show. Go to our website. Listen, championsofthepeople.com. There's a button there that you can hit, and it's called What You Need to Know before the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster. You can come in, have a free initial consultation with us, and we'll help you there. And we'll give you a free legal game plan. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your
1: Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit
4: championsofthepeople.com. The Altitude 950 traffic
18: update. Single digit speeds on Southbound I-25 reported between Downing and University. Traffic is brought to you by True Car, an accident clearing at the end of the ramp from Washington onto Southbound I-25. Expect a lay through there. Southbound 225 jamming between Parker and Yosemite. Looking to buy a car with True Price from True Car? You can know the exact price you'll pay for the car you want and see what other people paid for it too. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Now back to Vic Lombardi.
6: Phil Hansik on his way to the studio. He'll join us here in about 45 minutes. We'll talk to Adam Morris, DenverStiffs.com at nine. We have not delved into this. Um, News came down yesterday. Rocky's first-round draft pick, Ryan Rolison, the pitcher out of Ole Miss. Um That one good. As anybody who becomes famous, you know, overnight sensation, what's the first thing people do now?
9: Check do, your social
6: media. They jump their social media accounts and they they check their history. Has he ever said anything dumb or regrettable or racist or sexist? You remember what happened to Dante DiVincenzo, right, the Villanova kid, who won tournament MVP? And they found some regrettable statements that he tweeted out years ago. Well, same thing just happened to Ryan Rollison When he was 15 years old, he tweeted something after um, Barack Obama was uh, named president. I, I'm not even sure. I'm not comfortable reading this. I'm not going to read it. Go, go find it yourself. He, he tweeted something about the president, the then president at the time that was repulsive. Ridiculous.
9: When it was after the re-election in 2012.
6: Yes. Repulsive is the only way to put it. I I can't believe he he tweeted this at the age of 15, mind you. Now, he has since come back and offered offered some statements saying, I I can't believe I did that. I'll quote, it was 2012. It was a stupid tweet. It was immature of me. I had no idea what I was talking about. What do we do? Where do we stand on that at the age of 15? He's now, what is he now? 21, 22, yeah. Okay,
7: I, I mean, I, I, it's a terrible tweet. It's a terrible thing to say. I think at 15 years he's old, he's 20, by the way. He's 20. This was five years ago. I think it. Oh, years, so he may have
9: been, been 14. 14. He's 14. He 14. At 14, 14 years yeah.
7: old, should you know better than to say something like that? Probably, but it's hard to hold you accountable for everything yeah. you do. And here's the other thing: what he said, his response to it, his apology for it, yeah. is exactly what. You want to hear. Yeah, you he took it head on. So I, I think you have to give people a second chance and go, okay, hey, we've all been dumb at times. We all have. Yeah. We've, we, and maybe we didn't say that kind of a dumb thing, but we've all said something ah, dumb where you that. were trying to be funny. You were trying to look cool. You were trying to... Peer group. Yeah, exactly. And you did something that if you if you took it and, and put it in isolation and just looked at that, you'd be like, that is just... Oh, horrendous what the heck was I doing or what was that person doing so I, I think you have to give someone when they when their mistake was when they were 14 years old mm-hmm. and when they're an adult they apologize for it and take full responsibility for it and say they were stupid I think you have to say
6: okay they deserve a second chance I think he's been properly vetted I've always been of the opinion too in this day and age where information is so hands-on you can get it anywhere anytime I'm always more of a not what you say, but what you do kind of guy. What are your actions, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people talk. It's easy to type a tweet. Yeah, there's a lot of talking. A lot of talk. What do you do? Who are you? And, and I'm sure the Rockies knew and did their research to find out who he is. I would hope so. I would assume so.
9: And Jeff Breidich has commented on this uh, to Nick Roke. He said, I mean, look at it. Not even adults make good decisions on Twitter. You can go to the highest power in the land right now and see how controversial and how things can get out of hand so quickly. Mm-hmm. That is Jeff Braddich to Nick Groke on this
19: tweet.
7: Well, and, and I agree with him. And I guess the, it, it, for those people who are upset and think he should be punished, I'm like, well, what, what should we do? A guy made a, a mistake when he was 14 and did something stupid. He should pay for that forever. Like, what's the what's the proper thing to make you feel better that he's been punished appropriately? Mm. Like, how far does it need to go? When when does it stop? When do you say, okay, he's he's paid his price?
6: Michael wants to know, did uh, Vic get the bee pollen? Turns out, Michael, I'm glad you asked, because bee pollen was the choice uh, by uh, Manchester here to fix my allergies. It is not allergies. I have a cold. Really? Is there a worse cold than a summer cold, by no. the way?
7: No, no, there's not. Yes. When it's 95 degrees yes. outside and you want to go out and have fun? You know it's a result of A.C. and all that business uh-huh. going in and out of the A.C.? There's a little something about having a cold in the winter.
19: You're
7: you like... Feel-
6: yeah, yeah, this is part of the deal. Yeah. Exactly right. The I should go outside and cough. It's minus 8. I'll stay in bed. But you know what? It's, it's
7: dark most of the day anyway.
6: It's 95, and i got phlegm all over
7: the place. Yeah, the summer cold. That is one of the most annoying things going. You're right. Give me
6: my morning sugar fix, please. Time
4: for your morning sugar fix. Instant
11: sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar head high.
4: Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo!
12: Sugar slam! Shake that.
25: Hello, guys. So you're, Hi. Yeah, I'm Marty. You, you were talking about things that annoy you that you have to pay for. I went and picked up Chinese food last night. Mm-hmm. They gave me the receipt. They had a little tip line on there.
6: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. You went to go pick it up? I went to get it myself. So it was not delivered to your door. You did the driving. You did the dirty work. You went to the place. I did all the
4: legwork. So what
6: the hell do they expect? So you have three choices there. You can tip them,
7: which I'm with you is annoying. You can be the guy who writes zero or a blank and then totals it the same total Mm -hmm. or you can leave it blank and just hope they don't add something in.
6: Yeah. Or part four, you could talk about it on the radio the next day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What did you do, Marty? I left a dollar. <laughs> you, got oh, yeah. you got guilted. That's yeah. worse. Well, it's one on one.
25: It's like you hand the receipt back to the person. You're totally You know they guilted. look at it and they're like, huh, okay. They rung you
6: up. You, yeah. gave, you gave that person a dollar for ringing you up. Thank you very much. Well, Moj choice.
9: has talked about it at the cafe downstairs here. They now flip the iPad on you for the tip. Has that yeah. happened to you yet?
6: Yeah, it's annoying.
9: Are you serious? Yeah, and it makes me so, it makes me cringe every yeah. single time.
6: Somebody on the text line when we talked about service fees and all that business. How about at the hotel when you're just carrying your carry-on bag and the guy wants to take it from you to put yeah. it in the car? I got this. I'm fine. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a human. Yeah, I'm a I, man. I am 40. Uh, yeah. I, I can carry this. I'm ambulatory. They, they want to take it. The word they want to take it from your hands to I, put it in the car. Yeah, because they want that money.
7: I got it. I'm on. I, I'm. I can handle it. Go on. Well, they're not
25: getting
6: any cash from me because <laughs> you don't well, carry any. <laughs> that well is. Dry. Oh yeah. By the way, let's. Uh, it's. Just another Wednesday. What is it, Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's go around the room. HW, how much cash in that wallet? Nothing. All right. Uh, Jesse Trujillo, how much cash do you have in your wallet today? Zero for HW. $2? Six. Six? There's a five? Oh, my God. This guy's like a wealth machine. I got a beat. I got a 10. You have a 10 I have today? I a $10 bill.
25: What the hell did you do to get I a 10?
9: Went to the ATM yesterday. Goose egg. Goose egg, not a dollar. So we got 16 bucks. That's better than we normally do. Victor, what are you packing?
8: Uh,
7: let's see. More than 16 bucks. Oh, oh,
3: oh, oh.
7: Is that a $1,000 bill?
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs> I have to make up for you guys. Sorry. You're like the guy at the DMV. That's what yeah. you are. Somebody better come help you get to your car. You're arrested.
25: Go on. All right. Uh, this day in 1933, the first drive-in movie theater opens in New Jersey. Have you guys ever been to one of those?
7: Yeah, have I live, two, yeah. have two here. I'm old. Have you ever been to a drive-in movie theater? You're that was a question?
6: Old, you're asking old people that. Those, those, I guess we have never played bingo. I
7: find Will. You ever been to a drive-in movie theater? <laughs> no, but you just went full Dan
25: Tanner to Cincinnati okay, that football Okay, that's a bit of a reach. It wasn't that bad. Yes,
9: of course these two have been to drive-ins. What do you think they did in the 60s you, and 70s? You've never been to one, HW? No. Why do you act like that? Why would I go to a drive-in it, movie it, theater? It's, it's
6: beneath him.
7: It's cool. You get to sit outside his and butler. watch the movie. No, his butler brought the drive-in
9: him. he right. I was born in 1990 thing.
7: I, I don't understand why sitting outside was cool and fun in the 80s, but not in the 90s and 2000s. You're under the stars. You're watching the movie. You tune it into your radio. I'd rather go to a theater. Huh. Uh, how about you, Marty? Have you ever been to drive-in? No, never. Oh, my God. Jesse, save us, please.
8: I have. I actually went Thank to you. one a couple weeks ago. Damn straight. Yeah. Did you go
7: the one up on 88th and, uh, yeah, by the and, and, yeah. And
6: Please yeah. tell me you snuck your kids in. Uh, well, there the, the one that we did take, she's yeah. under 12, so. Yeah, she's free even if she's 18, you tell yeah. them she's 11. Yeah, very true. That's what well, you do. Okay, so Marty and
7: HW, I, it's, I blame your parents. I've taken my kids to drive in. Now, oh, he fell out of the truck and split <laughs> open his chin uh, <laughs> and we had to, well, we had to leave early and go to children's <laughs> hospital, but I took him. I took him. So, I I really like Craig and Charlotte, but they fell down on this. They fell face first.
6: Sounds like they had mixed results. By the way, what what is the policy when you go to restaurants or whatever event and it says your kid is above 12, it's adult if it's below 12? Because I think all three of my kids to this day, 18, 17, and 12, I still think we always classify them as under 12. I go with the policy of (laughs) I'm
7: truthful. That's my policy. (laughs) My 19-year-old is (laughs) 8.
25: All right, uh this day in 1949, the book 1984 came out and Big Brother was watching us all. You guys were in high school in 1949. Did uh you guys have to read that?
6: <laughs> yeah.
7: Yeah.
6: yeah. Read George Orwell, yes. In
25: between your uh drive-in movie theater yes.
7: experiences? Okay. Yes. I have not read it. I probably read the Cliff's Notes.
25: Okay, this day in 1984, Tetris premieres. You guys, Tetris oh,
7: guys. Yeah,
6: good game. That don't, might make your list. Don't mess with my list. Is that next is that on week, your list? Don't okay. mess with my list. It's right. probably not on the list, but I, re- I remember Tetris. Give me, uh, vaguely, Tetris. It's like a different
7: was, amount of squares that oh, have to yeah, fit yeah, together. Yeah. Oh god, I was addicted to that. That's for a fun while. one. It's that a fun was. one. Was, it's was still a, fun. You can get it was, on
6: your
9: phone. That was a thinking man's video game. Yeah, I was playing that on my Game Boy while I wasn't at the drive-in. Quick movie reaction. How about this game? Have you ever played Cubert? Do you remember Cubert? Yes, that was that was <laughs> terrible. You talk okay. about a
6: punchable face. <laughs> That's freaking Cubert! I don't want to fight him. I
9: don't know why Tetris reminds
6: me of Cubert. Fight him so bad. Haven't thought of Cubert in thirty years.
7: By
9: the way, Marty, we are just getting torched on the text line. Oh no! As you should never have talk been to about drive-in. silver spoon spoiled
6: guys. No, I need to go to the theater. Uh, Lauren Gardner, who served as a, a co-host here the other day, just texted me and said, "I'm a millennial. We always went to the drive-in as kids. It was a tradition."
7: Yeah. Well, and she also
6: finished by saying those two are losers. <laughs> Actually, she didn't say that. I had
7: to Lauren think. went to North Glen. Yeah, um, yeah. exactly. We, we, we lived life up at North Glen.
25: All right. This day in 2015, American Back. Pharaoh wins a Lot, Triple Crown. Lots of millennials were consummated at drive ins. Right. Exactly. Touche. I guess we are losers. Like. <laughs>
7: yeah.
25: <laughs> Alright, 2015 American Pharaoh wins a triple crown. Justify can do it this weekend. James, you're our horse racing expert. What are the chances?
7: Wow. Well, I liked it better if he wasn't coming out of the, uh, the one gate. He's got I, the I, dreaded I, rail. Yeah, I don't love him being on the rail. Um, what, what, what does that mean? He's in the inside gate. What, was he
6: gonna run into the rail? No, but
7: you could get squeezed by all the other horses. You can you can get trapped in there and Tell then you him him to move over. Out. So have uh, the jockey wear some spurs. I don't love that. It's hard for me to believe that American Pharaoh was three years ago.
6: You know what's amazing is how little fanfare this is getting now. And we went all those years. We went half a yeah. what, half a century almost, a quarter yeah, of a quarter century, century without a Triple Crown winner, and that's all we talked about. Now it's like, eh.
7: I mean, the the second favorite is Hofberg. At nine to two, I mean, Justify is a four is four to five odds, so it's not not great money, but hey, you get to you know potentially win on a triple crown winner. I don't think Justify is going to pull it off this weekend, and here's why: he faded badly at the end of the last race. I think he's going to get. I think he's going to. Cause it's a, longer, it's a longer, it's a longer race. Yeah. It's the longest
6: of the three. I don't think he's got the stamina. Plus, he did it in the mud two times.
7: This yeah. is not supposed to be muddy. If the weather's nice and it's a longer mm-hmm. track,
6: someone's gonna, uh, wow. someone's gonna pull the upset. Listen to the handicapper Manchester here. There you go. Very good. Thank you, Marty. Uh, he's on the phone right now with uh, our next guest. So, so whatever he left on the, left on the cutting room floor will remain there.
7: So signs I may have a problem. Uh-huh. Um, when I was in, uh, Louisville for the Derby. I downloaded the uh, the app that you can use to bet. Yeah, and it's legal, and you can do it anywhere. And I can pull up all these tracks from all over the country. So yesterday I opened it up, and there's uh, three minutes to post some track. I'm like, ah, I'll do a, I'll do an exact. Wait, wait, you can yeah. do this? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. So I put down an exact. I do the nine five. And I'm like, I'll watch it live. It's lunchtime. <laughs> and you go watch it on your app. So I click it, <laughs> and it opens up. I'm, I'm. I don't even know where the track was. Yeah. Was and I'm betting on harness racing. <laughs>
6: <laughs> they're riding around in the little carts. That looks like the the, the old uh, like the Egyptians going to the to party the the <laughs> yeah. sea. You know it's when like they're chasing like, like, Moses.
7: <laughs> I'm like I am sitting by myself. Uh, at lunch, oh, that's like, betting that's awesome. on hardest rates uh, with my $1 exacta. Yeah. Like, I have been an all-time low. And I had the
6: 9-5 and it, uh, they finished second and third. You remember that great scene, <laughs> though, for Moses when the Pharaoh and his troops were chasing yes. him down.
7: Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I was that's awesome.
6: rooting for well, yesterday. Thank you. Uh, 903, quick reset when we come back. Adam Morris, DenverStiffs.com.
4: Altitude 950. Denver's All-Sports Station. It's game day for the Colorado Rapids.
3: Coming up tonight, the Colorado Rapids are in Nashville to take on Nashville SC in the U.S. Open Cup. Kickoffs at 6.30 with Richard Fleming and Connor Cape on the call.
4: KKSE Parker Denver home of the Colorado Rapids the Denver Nuggets and the Colorado Avalanche Denver's All Sports Station Altitude 950 Now back to Vic Lombardi Free throw up. Free throw's gonna be short. Rebounded by Smith. Two seconds to go. He dribbles out. They got a foul. They can't get him. The
10: Cavaliers on the road. Stunning the Golden State Warriors in game one. Tied at 107. My bad. Tied at 107. Man,
5: listening to that again freaked me out. I was like, did I miss something? I thought they lost game one.
9: It's so good. Every time it's so good. It's the ESPN called Tiger
6: 107. My bad. How different would we be approaching game three tonight if it were a 1-1 series? It's 2 nothing soon to be 3 nothing. Let's go to the hotline. Our NBA guy, our Nuggets insider, Adam Morris from com. Is this series over, Adam?
26: Oh, I, I think it was over on July 5th, 2016 when okay. Kevin Durant signed with them. But, um, but yeah, going down 2-0, you just kind of alluded to it. If it was 1-1, I think we'd all be excited for tonight because anything could happen. But the fact of the matter is the Cavs need to go 2-0 at home just to have a puncher's chance in this. And, and I don't see that happening.
6: We were trying to power rank all the talent on the floor. And, um, here's what we came up, I came up with, put it that way. LeBron James number one. Kevin Durant, number two, Steph Curry, three, Uh, Clay Thompson, four, and then uh, I would go with Draymond Green as five. So that's only one Cleveland Cavalier in the top five there. Kevin Love would probably be seven or eight for me. He doesn't even make my top six, to be honest. How how would you uh, fare (laughs) when it comes up that list?
26: Uh, Pretty close to you. LeBron James, I think, is in his own class. That's no question. I think Steph Curry is the second-best player, and I know if you Mm -hmm. go off of you know all around skills, Kevin Durant checks more boxes, but what happens when Steph Curry is on the court is different than what happens when Kevin Durant's on the court. The entire defense panics, they focus in on him they they spread out to just to try to cover the space that he's in and then, as we saw in game two, when he's on his game, the warriors blow you out. Kevin Durant can have good games and, and you can be in it, but when when Curry's on his game, the warriors are unstoppable, so he's number two. I think Kevin Durant three. Draymond, for me, is for the most – he's going to always be underappreciated, but that guy defends every player on the planet as well as anybody else. So he goes there for me, then Clay, then probably Iguodala, and then Kevin Love. Yeah.
6: I made the argument. If you're going to try and tell me that Kevin Love's more valuable than Draymond Green, ask LeBron which player he'd rather have on his side. Are you kidding me?
26: (laughs) No question about it. Draymond's an amazing player. Defense isn't always – as sexy as offense, so I think sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle. But that guy, he does everything on the basketball court. And on the offensive end, he, he facilitates. So he's, he's an incredible player. Let's turn our attention to
6: the Nuggets here, Adam. We were both at the um, prospect uh, workout yesterday. They bring in a different set of uh, would-be rookies, uh, another set coming today. Uh, I had my eyes on uh, Jalen Brunson, the two-time national player of the year. And as luck would have it, when we are watching him, he couldn't make a shot. My goodness, we didn't see him during the (laughs) workout. He may have made everything during the workout, but when it was open to the media, dude, the the guy was bricking everything. How valuable are these workouts, and how sensitive do you have to be to, hey, it could be just an off day. It could be tired.
26: I think the workouts are among the more dangerous things when it comes to evaluating talent, because we have a, a pretty good sample size. With most of these guys, a pretty good sample size of what kind of players they are. They come in for a a half-a-day workout, just a couple of hours, and I think that's what sticks in a lot of scouts' mind, and and you can really, you know, bias yourself based on what you saw. If a guy is having an off day, as Brunson appeared to be having, at least when we were watching, you think, oh, this guy can't shoot. He shot 40% in college, but in the two hours we watched him, he couldn't shoot anything. So I think they can be very, very dangerous. For me, and what I hear a lot of scouts and front office members say is the real value of those workouts are – how do guys handle the altitude? They, they try to work them to death so that they're tired just to see how they respond to being fatigued. You talk to a guy, you see, is he a social guy? Is he a leader? Can he communicate and articulate uh, his thoughts? Those are the type of things that are important. But as a basketball player, you should know before they ever arrive in your gym what kind of player they are.
6: Clearly, we're still not sure what the Nuggets will do with that 14th pick. They may trade it. It may be part of a package deal. They may not have a first-round selection. They may go second round. But do you see them possibly acquiring a point guard? Because uh it is of interest. They've got one guy currently on the roster.
26: Actually, two. Monte guy... Morris.
6: Monte Morris. I forgot about him. He was shooting around. He's the second.
26: I really like Monte Morris, by the way. I I, I hope he gets a chance. I think his limitation is physically. He's just kind of a smaller guy. so Um So, so he's going to always be limited, I think, by that. But I love his game. He doesn't turn the ball over. He knows how to play the point guard position. He's not... A huge plus but but he's just he doesn't make mistakes and i think that's what a backup point guard should be and what they should do but in this draft there are a couple players a guy that's working out today zaire smith one of the most exciting guys not really a point guard but a, really a combo guard he's an athlete one of the most man. exciting plays. 45 inch vertical yeah i mean that guy, that's vince carter territory and he's a guy that he probably averaged a putback dunk per game this season he's six foot two and so you think about him averaging one putback dunk per game. I mean, the guy's just insane, but he's also an elite defender. And I think giant wingspan, endless motors, huge athleticism. I think he's a guy that maybe Denver looks at. And then the other one is Shea Gilgis Alexander, who to me defensively he could be your defensive stopper in the guard position. He just he has a, a great wingspan, another great motor. He's tall and he just has a knack for fighting through screens and contesting shots. Kind of reminds me of George Hill when George Hill was in his prime. I think those are the only two guys I look at that spot that the Nuggets might be interested in. You,
6: you posed a theory yesterday, and I found it very intriguing, the way the the NBA has changed just a positionless league at times. And you said something about you can't have two guys on the floor under what height at the same time?
26: I well, <laughs> put an arbitrary number out there, and it really has more to do with your wingspan and reach than your yeah. height. But I said six four. And Denver's got two guys, Jamal Murray and Gary Harris, you know, 6'4 and a 6'5", basically right at that cutoff. But if you watch this NBA playoffs, teams run pick and roll, and they're just so good at getting the switch onto whatever mismatch they they want to acquire. And if you've got a guy like Kevin Durant or LeBron James, you're going to force, if you have a 6'2 guard, you're going to force that guard to defend LeBron James every time down the court. The, the Warriors... You don't know, put up with this with Steph Curry, but they've got elite defenders all around him to kind of make up for it. I just don't know that you can build a roster that has a bunch of guys 6'4 or, or shorter. So it's going to be interesting to see how some of these shorter guys, where they fall in the draft.
6: All right, Adam, you're a lifelong Nuggets fan. You you run and operate DenverStiffs.com. Tonight, what the Nuggets will release is a big deal for yeah. you and every Nugget. How excited are you specifically about this? And, and give it, we can't give too much information away, but put it this way, uh, they're going to have a different look and feel about
26: them. Absolutely. And it's another way to put it, for guys like me, the diehards, I'm going to find out what, what colors I'm going to be wearing for the next several years. So that's that, that's really what it comes down to, what my wardrobe will look like. But um, I, I'm excited for it. Last year was weird because Nike took over, so Denver – Already, kind of had new, new, um, a new look, new color schemes, and these things. And it looks like from all the teasers that there'll be some, you know, some more changes again. But I, I think it's good. I think it'll be exciting. It's always interesting to see new designs and what they come up with. And, and I think we all are kind of you know, hoping, hoping for something really creative and, and, and something we'll all be kind of proud to wear.
6: It's funny how the basketball fans, more than any other fans, style, fashion, color scheme, all that. It's like a. Yes. It's much bigger impact than it is in any other sport. Why is that?
26: I think the cross section between the NBA and just pop culture in general, you know that they're much more merged than in, in other sports. You see famous artists and musicians courtside at games, you know on Instagram with with players. I just think that crossover is a lot stronger, and that and another thing that's kind of interesting. The dress code has evolved over its 15 years of, of being implemented, but now the dress code isn't so much about dressing nice as it, as it is about, you know, style and, and these types of things, it, being extravagant and, and, and that kind of stuff. So I think people, NBA fans in general, are just a little bit more keyed in and, and maybe have even been a little bit brainwashed into caring about these things more than others. The Jordans, the, one of the more iconic, you know, brands and styles, at least in pop culture over the last 30 years, you know, that, that's part of basketball culture as well. So yeah. I, I just think those two things are married.
6: Um, I don't know how old you are, Adam, and I don't know if you're old enough to appreciate this, but when I was a kid, um, we all wanted Nikes, right? Nike, Nike, by, by the way, we used to call it Nike. When it came out, we called it Nike. <laughs> it was never Nike, honestly. So, um, I remember going to Lakeside Mall and, and going to, um, Foot Locker and telling my mom, I want those Nikes. And she went over to Kenny's shoes and says, well, what's wrong with these? They look just like the Nike. I mean, the exact same kind. <laughs> Do you remember those shoes that came down and sort of mimicked Nike, but instead of having that sharp bend, it's sort of like, it, <laughs> it was a generic form of Nike. I can't remember the call, what they were called, but man, I had my life full of those suckers. The old Kenny shoes. We, we,
26: we had similar upbringings at town because I was the same way. like, you know those shoes that they still are ridiculously expensive. You're talking three, four hundred dollars for some shoes. If you want the Lonzo Ball shoes, I don't know what are those six hundred dollars, something stupid. like that. But I had the Rodmans. I think they were fifteen dollars at Payless. <laughs> I had the Chucks. Yeah, I had the Stefan Marberries. You know, I always had the third or fourth tier shoes. But, God, but I'm I with I you mean, there.
6: I wish I could remember that What's shoe that? brand. It looked like a sperm whale rather than the Nike logo. Sperm whale on the side of the shoe. <laughs> That's what I wore. It was awesome. I, don't, I, I am blanking,
26: view, Vic. Even that's too obscure for me.
6: Adam, thanks for your time, buddy. Uh, you'll see Manchester and HW at the party tonight. Unfortunately, I cannot be there, but I'm sure as soon as it is revealed, it will be all over Twitter.
7: Adam, are you wearing a suit? Am I, should I be? Now you want me nervous. I don't know. I, I'm nervous about being overdressed. I don't want to be that guy. Well,
26: I'm going to have to make a few phone calls because I was not planning on a suit, but we'll right. find out. Let me know
6: what you hear. Take care, buddy. Appreciate it, Adam. Okay. Somebody on the text line. I Take knew it. the text line would help me out. Pro Wings. Pro Wings. Pro Wings, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pro Wings, dude. I, my mom, ma- I had, my mom was like, what's wrong with these ones? I go, ma, they're not Nike. I, yeah, they look the same. I remember Kenny's shoes. They had one at North Glen Mall. It got to the point. So the Pro Wings had the sperm whale coming off the side. Yeah. I took a razor blade to it and tried to Turn it into a Nike ah, logo. That was smart, though. That's how though. sensitive I was.
9: That was creative. But I butchered it to the point where people were like, dude, what would you do with your pro wings? Yeah. Wait, I, should we not wear a suit to this tonight? I'm kind of getting that feeling. Yeah, I'm kind of getting that vibe. Hmm. Vic? Why, why would you wear a suit? I thought it was like a big deal. you like know, Everyone's you know, going to be there in a suit. The,
6: the guys who wear suits for tonight, uh, outside of management, executive management, well. if, you, if you show up, <laughs> okay,
19: if you show, <laughs>
6: if you show up in a suit, you're the guy that's trying too hard. Let me just put that out there. Oh, look at James wearing a suit. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Okay. You got the Vic Lombardi show.
1: This hour is brought to you by CDOT. Join the Cannabis Conversation. How do you feel about marijuana and driving? Is drug driving a problem? Join the Cannabis Conversation at ColoradoCannabisConvo.com.
10: ColoradoCannabisConvo.com. There I was, pushing up off of the floor, and I kept hearing a crack, crack, crack in my elbow. Shooting baskets, crack, crack, crack in my elbow. My elbow was in pain, and I needed help. And I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com.
14: Josh Dover here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. Colorado Media School is calling all creators, actors, editors, beat makers, music lovers. If you want to be a star, they want you. So if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry, you need to call 303-937-7070 right now. Start now and graduate in just eight months. Financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available. Call the Colorado Media School and reserve your seat. Call 303-937-7070.
23: You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From routine scheduled maintenance, computerized alignments, to shocks and struts, we do it all. Get your vehicle road trip ready. Mention this ad for $20 off brake pads or shoes. Plus, we offer a free shuttle to work or home. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Service you can trust at a price you can afford. America comes
5: to Brakes Plus.
1: Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful in-demand certified home inspector. A part-time schedule could earn you upwards of $85,000 a year. One recent grad is already making more than $700 a day. The next course starts June 4th. Start investing in yourself. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com for more information. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Golf's
5: no different from hockey. It requires talent, self-discipline. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat... You should talk to my neighbor, the accountant, probably a great golfer. Huge a- Hey,
6: You got the Vic Lombardi show on uh, this anniversary of D-Day, 74 years... Since Normandy and Operation Overlord. We were talking about that in the, in the break. Um, my son, here's how old I am. And this is when it starts to hit you. Age. My son's friend at school, Devlin High School played uh, basketball, golf with this kid. This kid was a great baseball player as well. Grant Witherspoon yesterday or the day before. I can't remember what day it was. He got drafted by the Tampa Bay Rays in the fifth round. So that's how old I am now Or these kids that I grew up with, grew up watching. They're going pro.
7: That's cool, though. Yeah. That's really cool. He's saying, like, yeah. ah, I saw him win. Yeah. Saw him play. It, and we were talking about the fact of, you know, I'm trying to watch kids and project like, oh, yeah, he's going to be good or she's going to be good. You just never know. And you never know. You never know.
6: You'll have those occasional kids who, from the age of 10, are just so committed and are so uh, just better athletes than everyone, and they continue on that on that trek. But once you get to high school, once you get to the puberty range, so many things become involved in the, um, athlete's journey, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. they get short-sighted. They, they turn their attention to something else. You just never know. They get distracted. Yes. You just never happen. know. Um, Bill Hansik's on his way in. He's going to join us here at 930 and he comes bearing gifts, I guess. What's he giving
9: away? More gold crown stuff?
19: Oh, uh, with so. Billy,
9: you never know. He's always c- comes bearing gifts.
6: Did you, uh,
7: Vic, I, I know you've, you you did not bring your paper, but, uh, back page of the, uh, Life and Culture today. Yeah. 8C. See that headline?
6: How to rock your tofu. Not just for vegans. What the hell is so tofu in? What is can, tofu? You
7: can check that out. What is tofu? Isn't it made of like soy? What I don't, don't
6: know, know what it is.
7: You got a linguine with broccoli and tofu.
6: You know what I had yesterday and I periscoped because my dad was eating it. I had the best tasting sausage sandwich that my mother's ever oh. delivered with the, the fresh pepper. Oh my God. Peppers, it was so mozzarella. good. Mozzarella? Oh, it was so good. That would be good. Ma, if you're listening, I want another one today. Go back to it. You did a good thing. Uh, before Bill arrives, let's do some spanning the globe.
4: There's a lot going on in the sports world. the
19: clothes
9: all right fellas we'll start in major league baseball where last night max scherzer throws an immaculate inning the second of his career fifth pitcher all time with two of those a quick refresher an immaculate inning is nine pitches all strikes thus striking out three consecutive batters on three pitches that's sick that that is as sick as it gets
6: who holds the record for the fewest amount of pitches in a perfect game? I'm not. Right asking. Up. I don't want you to look that okay. up right now. But it's interesting. To, to what, what would you guess be?
7: Uh, fewest pitches. Fewest get
6: pitches. Twenty-seven outs in a perfect game.
7: Uh, let's see. Well, if it was three per out, I'm doing the math here. That's uh, well. You want, you, you want? I'm going to
6: say it's 120. But you
9: want early contact? You want yeah.
6: contact right away?
9: I don't know that. I mean, nine pitches, like. I mean, Aaron Cook had, like, a complete game with the Rockies one year where he threw, like, 80-something pitches. That wasn't a perfect game, but it was... Okay, so maybe you know, it's it's under 100. It's got to be, yeah. Because when We're, you're just dealing, you're just dealing to contact, right? Wouldn't
7: an immaculate inning be three pitches, three pop-ups, and you're out? No,
9: because there's been three-pitch innings before, but I think this is more special because it's you're so filthy for nine straight pitches that you strike them out. So it's immaculate because, in theory, it could just be you and the catcher, and you don't need the other seven guys. Exactly.
7: Okay. All right, I'm
9: buying that. That's why it's immaculate. All right, the Forbes list of the world's richest athletes came out for this year. See if you fellas can guess the top five. I've got it out in front of me. Now, this is a combination of pay, salary slash winnings, and endorsements. And endorsements. Okay, one of them,
6: the lead is always either a soccer player, I, I say Ronaldo, or or one of those F1 Formula Deal guys, right? Uh,
9: Ronaldo's three. That's the only okay, one. Okay, so it's one so of those Formula Deal. No, one it's not a Formula guys. Deal guy. It's the what list again? One more time. The Forbes highest paid athletes for this year. The winner is at 285 million. Next is 111, Jeez. followed by 108, 99, and 90.
6: Who are we missing at 285? Wait 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 wait. 285. Is it a baseball player? No. Is it? It's not LeBron, obviously. No,
9: LeBron is six at 85.5 million. Okay, so Ronaldo's third. So this is Messi. Some... Messi's second, 111 million. So Messi made more than Ronaldo, then? That's Just only 3 million more. Okay. Number one. Let's think. Uh, I'll give you number five. It's Neymar. That's a soccer player. All these soccer dudes make? One in four are not soccer players. They're not drivers. They're not golfers. They're not baseball players. They're is not, it not a basketball cricket players. Dude? They're not cricket dudes. Okay. You've heard of both on. these is, gentlemen. Is it, is it a golfer?
6: No, not a golfer. Okay, let's calm down here. This is pressure packed. Let's calm down. Hmm. Who's making bank in sports? Who's making crazy bank? Tennis player?
7: Ooh, could be. Federer.
9: Federer? Federer? Federer's seven, 77 million. Jeez, we're terrible.
6: All right. We're, we're stumped.
9: Floyd Mayweather. Money Uh, Mayweather, 285 million dollars. And the other one's the guy that he beat in the, uh. Connor McGregor, 99 million dollars. Uh, a couple notes for this on you guys. Guess what the highest baseball player is? His rank and who he is and where he is. Thirty-four and a half million dollars. What? Bryce Harper. What did you just ask? Guess who the highest? Oh, on that list. Yeah. Oh. And where no, no, he no. ranks? It's... Giancarlo Stanton. No. It's Clayton know. Kershaw. And he's at 37th. It takes to 37 athletes to get to a baseball player. Uh, local tie here, guys. Vaughn Miller checks in at number 33. No hockey players in the top 100. What's odd is the number one guy is boxing.
7: Yet when we were trying to think of sports, we didn't even consider it. You mentioned cricket. Yes. Before I, boxing. Think about that. I did not even consider it. Me either. So there's something there that doesn't add up. That the number one guy is a boxer, hmm. yet we never even think about boxing.
9: Right. I actually thought about horses. It would have made more sense. The uh first two in the NFL, Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford, checking in at 9 and 10. All right, guys. A Virginia man slurps 480 oysters I to win an, like an oyster-eating competition. I don't like the word. Slurped them. 480 of them. It's the
7: second time today slurping has come up. We also talked about it with eating cereal in the office, which is a no-no. I All know
9: right. you're not a competitive eater, but what would be your food My buddy,
6: uh, Peter Schaefer, every time we go out to eat, he orders... Oysters. Love them.
9: I think it's the most
6: disgusting thing no. ever consumed by humans. I would like to dine with Peter. It, it, it's like, and I hate to be gross here, it's like eating phlegm.
7: It's not. And you need to get West Coast oysters. They're a little smaller. They're a little sweeter. If you go East Coast, they're going to be bigger, a little saltier. Oh, my God. It looks disgusting. Oh, God. Give me a Kumamoto. It's like eating brains. Give me a Kumamoto from BC. What does it taste like? I'm in. I
9: don't know. It just tastes like, like know, magic. Like Oh, my goodness. Gross. All right, guys. We were talking about E-470 earlier in the show. Vic's a big fan of E-470. cushy. Yeah. There's a woman out there. Failed to pay turnpike tolls in New Jersey over five years. 1,600 trips. She owes more than $10,000 in tolls. Because <laughs> she just didn't pay it. That's jacked.
6: Uh, she should pay it. You know, I mean, if she, if she drove on the road, she should pay it. If you're paying for a toll road, though, you should be able to get to and fro rather easily, right? If you yeah. go to Chicago... The toll roads there are always jammed. And I'm like, what's the point? Why, why am I paying eight bucks for this toll road if I'm bumper to bumper? I was amazed how many times
7: we had to stop and pay tolls driving from Chicago to Notre Dame. It's very expensive. It's annoying too. And
6: they're always jammed. If I'm going to get a toll road, I want one that's open.
9: I would agree with you. Uh, a couple more notes for you guys. Real life Billy Madison, a Philly teacher has been fired for taking bribes for good grades. <laughs>
19: <laughs> Only a matter
9: of time. <laughs> Entrepreneurial. I don't have a problem with it. Uh and Madison Bumgarner returns at his first start since breaking his hand. Six innings pitched, eight hits, two earned runs. Uh something to keep an eye on if you're a Rockies fan. Bumgartner back on the bump.
6: So Giants are getting healthy.
9: They're right there. Dodgers are thirty and thirty.
6: They uh they won last night five nothing over the Pirates. The Diamondbacks won again. It's tight. It is tight in the NL West. The Rockies are toast. It is tight. In the National League West. Coming up next, a man who knows a lot about everything, including basketball, a good friend Bill Hanslick in studio on Altitude 950. <laughs>
4: Here's what's in play on Altitude 950.
2: Grab your cowboy boots, round up all your friends, and get to two stepping down at Mile High Station. Saturday, June 30th, starting at two PM for a Kenny Chesney pre-concert party. Mile High Station will have great specials on Dosecchi's while you enjoy a bite to eat from a local food truck. Get ready for the show while listening to some great country tunes.
16: Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to a $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about it. 10-minute call to get things started. And closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303 695 That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS
21: 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily the delectable egg so get cracking the delectable egg at five metro locations including lodo downtown dtc lowry and westminster ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a delectable egg rewards program at delectableegg.com
4: as America's economy has evolved, so have apprenticeships. Today, they are meeting the needs of our economy in industries such as IT, healthcare, and financial services. In fact, these modern industries are employing adult, youth, and veteran apprentices, gaining a competitive advantage and developing the next evolution of America's workforce. To learn more, visit ApprenticeshipEvolution.com. Sponsored by the state of Colorado and aired in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station.
6: Hey, sports hands. Lombardi here. You know I like to bike, I like to play basketball, golf. Well, I got issues with my back. I visited a place in downtown Denver called Downtown's Healthcare. And I've never felt better. Joining us now is Dr. Gary
22: Rodemacher, who founded Downtown's Healthcare. It's different. It's unique. Why? It's unique because we have a team approach. So we have medical providers. We have chiropractors. We have rehab specialists. We have massage therapists underneath one roof where we provide physical and regenerative medicine. So the goal is to help people get off of medications and avoid unnecessary surgeries. Yeah, and that's the thing. I had,
6: haven't had to lean on my Advil anymore. I just go in there and make sure that I'm properly adjusted.
22: I get a massage. I get whatever I need to make the... Problem go away. That's my favorite aspect. Does insurance cover this? Some of it it doesn't, but we've never turned anyone away who actually wants and or needs the care. If someone's willing to work with us, we work with them.
6: If you want to get fixed up,
22: Downtown's
6: Healthcare is the place to go.
22: Downtownshealthcare.com. That's Downtowns
6: with an S. downtown'shealthcare.com Check it out. The altitude 950
4: hotline is now open. <coughs> Call 303-753-0950
3: to join the show. Pass back to Curry. Curry fumbles it, gets it, checks the clock with three, with two, backs up, shoots a fadeaway, rainbow three,
9: got it! Oh, he hit it! It was a circus shot by Curry! It had no chance of going in, but he nailed it, and the Warriors lead
6: by 14. I want to talk a little bit about shooting right now. With a guy who uh is number 36, number 36 all time on the uh, Nuggets Top 50. I'm not sure if you know this, Manchester, but uh, Bill Hanslick's now a number in my eyes. Number not,
15: 36? 36. Man. 36. all I'm honored all time. to be on that, but yeah. I, when I found out T.R. Dunn was like 34, and Doug Moe told him, never yeah. shoot again. Yeah. I'm like, well, i got to be higher than that. Well, say what
6: you want about T.R. That baseline jumper was deadly. He did not miss from the baseline. Yeah. Remember?
15: It- Lots of backspin. Do you
6: ever remember seeing him shoot from anywhere other than the corner? That's all he
0: was
7: allowed I to shoot I never remember seeing he him shoot layups. another shot. Yeah. He shot <laughs> yeah,
6: you, know, you know the most incredible stat that I just saw over the week? Doug Moe's highest scoring team in NBA history and the amount of threes they attempted that season was like 149.
15: Total. Total. Houston does that in two nights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how they score so many points? You know why you bring it up. I, I, I congratulations, Doug. You yeah. big stiff, yeah. no hoper Yelled at me all the time, but that's so cool that Chuck Daly Lifetime Achievement Award yeah. that he received. That's that's it's, big. it's
6: great that the rest of the league is finally acknowledging what we've known for so many years. J- Doug
15: was the originator of small ball, a fast break at a different level. Uh Teams talk about fast break, but Doug said you have to run to where you're uncomfortable. Yeah. And eventually it would get teams, particularly at home. Well, I want to talk about Steph Curry because we heard uh, some of the magic of Steph.
6: I, I explain it this way. There have been great shooters in the NBA, but I've never recalled a shooter who's able to get his shot off from any angle, anywhere, any distance, as well as this guy can. It's just the, the yeah. range doesn't exist. As, have you ever seen anybody any, like him?
15: No. A- anything over half court. But, but the interesting thing about him, Vic, is that and you and I have been down courtside. Yeah. He is a true work of art. He works at his game. You watch his warm up. There'll be four or 500 fans down on the baseline watching him go through his, his pre pregame warm up every night doing everything. So it's not just cause he's talented. He works at his game, but those crazy circus shots. Does he work on those yes. too? Yes, you watch him in those Moving things, away yeah. from the basket yeah. with the shot clock shoot it over the backboard just there. You know, all about touch and his ball handling is impeccable. So yeah, he's got a quick shot and he get it off.
6: We're gonna give away a uh, gold crown camp uh, later on here in the segment with Bill. But uh, you know, at your camps, you obviously teach shooting, and they always teach you keep the elbow in, make sure that the motion's the same every Beef, time, follow balance through, balance,
15: eyes, so, elbow, so follow through. This guy's got
6: different motions. I mean, he brings the ball from here, from there. How does it always work for him then?
15: Well, uh, yes, but but his release is always the same. It's yeah. the same every time. Uh uh, it's it's a quick shot. He's not what I would call a Ray Allen jump shooter. No. He's not jumping, you know, 34, 35 inches off the ground shooting at the peak. It's a quick release and much better for longevity, too. I want you to listen to something, Jesse. If we could pull that sound
6: bite from LeBron James because I think the series is over. I think most practical people understand it. It's going to be hard for Cleveland to come back in this one. But yesterday somebody jumped on LeBron and and – I don't know how you can be critical of LeBron at this point. I don't know how, given how much he's done for his team. But somebody was. Listen to his response here, Bill.
12: Lee being
11: criticized? No. You said I got criticized for something, right? No, I don't believe that. Not me. I don't care. I mean, we're in the NBA Finals. I mean, how much more picking up teammates you want me to do? <laughs>
6: Little thin skinned when asked about picking up his teammates. Somebody thought Ooh. that he
15: wasn't picking them up enough. What more do you want the guy to do? <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, but, but, but I get back a little bit and, and they, what really shows about with his teammates, he has to carry the load or they're not going to be there. But the beauty, the purity of the game. Yeah. Golden state has four superstars that are all great shooters. Draymond, not so much a shooter, but, but just four great players. They pass, move, cut. Uh, you watch Cleveland give it to LeBron, run some pick and rolls till you get a mismatch, yep. and then let him go to town. That's got to wear the guy out. He plays the whole freaking game. But uh I'm a purist. I, I love, even though uh I don't know who I want to win this year, mm-hmm. the, the beauty of the game is Golden State.
6: James, you should watch a game with hands one time, any game. I don't care if it's even a basketball game. No, 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 no. A nugget game. Okay, watch a Nuggets game with Bill. It is a must-see TV. If only we could put it on TV. It's, yeah, you can't put it on TV. Unfortunately we could. I want to know what's going through your mind when you're watching JR Smith in the closing
15: seconds <laughs> of that game pull that. I, I, what, what are you saying that can be used on radio? Well, I, you know, I. My first thought was Shaq and a foo. Yeah, that's gotta be, be the too. number one yeah. shack yeah. and a foo. Yeah. That, matter of fact, you should get that on your radio. Yeah. You you should, wherever Shaq does that Shaq and a foo for worst plays or whatever that, that's... First of all, you deserve yeah. to be on it for Miss, it's Shaq and a fool. Fool, not yeah. a foo. But he, but he, that's what he calls it, a foo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's fool, but yes, it's a but fool. First one is Shaq fool. and a foo. Yeah. But but, but, but it didn't surprise you, did it? No. But here's the thing I'll say about JR. He's still laughing all the way to the bank. is $12 million a year, Any? Don't you think, though? And look, he's number one at fault. But LeBron
7: asked Ty Lu how many timeouts we had during the break between the fourth quarter and overtime for a reason. Somebody should have called a timeout. Why didn't Ty Lu call a timeout? Why didn't LeBron call a
15: timeout? Somebody could have called it a timeout. It was too late. It, you just assume as a coach, when he graduated, put it back in. Put it yeah. back. He was you know, under he's the basket. Out. By the time you called timeout and the referee recognized it, you probably would have stopped the clock with maybe a half a second. I guess that's better than, better than, than nothing, not. but 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 yeah. Uh I, LeBron's reaction absolutely priceless. Yeah. Absolutely pr- like yeah. You can't possibly do what I just saw you do. Well, he did.
6: Yeah. He you, sure you, did. you know LeBron's going to be the number one story in all of sports this offseason. I think it's going to trump everything where LeBron ends
15: up. Well, so what what are your guys? What what's your thoughts? On what LeBron does I, I th- and why?
6: I, I think he's going to stay East because it's the easiest way to the finals. oh well, well, wait, first is he going to
7: stay Cleveland or is he going to leave Cleveland? Philly. I would put Philly number one as well. Best, better supporting cast. Um, I, I think why? I think it's Philly.
15: But but forget supporting that yeah. Why? Why is LeBron leaving? Uh, because he knows
6: he can't rebuild Cleveland again to get to a level. I mean, he doesn't like his own. Yeah, I don't think they have you the know, assets I mean, there's to rebuild. Nothing, there's nothing else he can I, I'm do in
15: complete agreement. I, I think he leaves Cleveland. Because he has everything he can possibly have—tons yeah. of money, you know, data, all these things. His legacy rides on championships, of course. Where can he win? Cha- he's not going to win championships in Cleveland. What about Houston? If they figured out how to uh, how to
6: work this salary cap, and I know they got a ton of cash tied up in two players, but that could
15: be a maybe. possibility. Yeah, maybe I, I see him. I see Philly one, I see Lakers two, because I think he has a home and spends a ton of time in California, yeah. Hollywood, all that stuff. That's, that's my two guesses. You know, as far as living there,
6: I, home is the United States of America. These guys have private jets. I mean, yeah. Come on. You know, do you have to live in the city in which you play anymore? Well, no,
15: it's just the action that goes on there.
6: Yeah. Okay. I see it
15: that way too. Yeah. Um, we're going to give away a week-long
6: camp uh the bill hanslick gold crown camp let's see we got a 32nd here. year but volleyball too you can
15: go basketball or volleyball
6: nice nice we're going to ask a trivia question on the way to break here momentarily before we get to that subject though another reason why i was so glad you joined us today we had uh mark Mosier on the show in the uh, first hour live from normandy and you've been there correct I have not. That's on
15: my bucket list, but I have not been there. But one of your good friends, a guy that you
6: bring to town all the time, was not
15: only there. He is one of the true heroes. What's his name again? John Perosi, Sergeant John Perosi, 82nd Airborne, jumped at D-Day, was at Battle Bulge, Nijmegen, uh, Two Purple Hearts. If you remember... uh, Two Purple Hearts. Yeah. Two two Purple Hearts. You almost stopped there. Yeah, well... (laughs) Write this down. If you want to see it, Moshe's seen that Moja's met, uh, JP comes out of my summer camp every summer. We call him the candy man. He would pass out candy, uh, two stories on him. But, but one, JP wrote a book, Why Me? Why was I so fortunate? But if you want to watch the most interesting documentary done in 2014, Oliver, Oliver North calls up JP and he, and JP calls me and says, Hey, hey Bill, guess what? Guess what? I'm going. I go. Well, I know you're for the 70th anniversary. You're going over to uh, D-Day. He goes, Yeah, yeah. I'm doing that in June. But guess what? I'm doing now. I go. I don't know. He said, Well, this guy, this this Colonel North guy. He didn't know who he was. Hmm. Called me up and said he's flying me over first class. They're going to do a documentary on me. So if you go to OliverNorth.com, yeah. OliverNorth.com, right in the middle, there's a there's a little banner that says Normandy: A Hero Returns. It's 12 minutes and I tease it like this, Vic. You know, we're the radio TV guys. You got to have a tease. The tease is when he jumped at 1 a.m. on June 5th, not 6th, June 5th, 1 a.m., he lands in a French, uh, they, they come to a French, they're going to capture, they're going after Saint Marie and Glace, most, uh, likely spot for a German counterattack because it was a communication hub. He's 60 millimeter motors. They run off the Germans. There's a French family. That was living in like sort of like the barn. The, the Germans took over the house and 11 year old girl, Cecile runs out in 1944 and hugs him and thanks him. She was alive. They reenact her coming around the corner and her appreciation of the US soldiers mm. landing. And, and freeing them is incredible. Watch
6: it if not other than that. J- James is fascinated by this as much as I am a true historian of it. it you
15: have to watch this doc. It's a mini doc. It's not long. Yeah, it's, 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oliver okay. North. Doc. He it, sets it, up what, why D-Day, yeah. what's going to happen, where the inv- and then the next thing you see is JP and Oliver North walking down Utah beach. And then he begins to describe what happened on, on June 5th at 1 a.m. What, what's amazing, I got to meet JP last year and
6: it's nothing to him, right? It, it's like, it's what I do. It's what we yeah. did. And yeah. and most of these guys are built that way.
7: Yeah, when when Moj was on, he was talking about that, about how all of them are very humble about it. And it seems like in any walk of life, there's always one cocky guy. Have you ever found anybody that was involved with that that's cocky about what they did? Exactly, Never like one.
6: Like talking right. about, like I, was, oh, I, I was a badass. No, they, Never, They don't discuss it. It's incredible. The no. modesty involved in that is he, as heroic as
15: what they did. Yeah. Vic, he, he always says, I received a lot of medals. I didn't even want to. He never got his medals till like, I think in the seventies or early eighties, somebody brought him a bunch, but he said, I accept these water uh, medals for those men under the white crosses. Mm.
19: Okay.
6: He, you, you hit on something and here's how we're going to give away your camp. Call the hotline right now. When we come back, I will ask a trivia question live on the air, and the callers will have their shot at it. 303-753-0950. 303-753-0950. Let's fill the hotlines for a shot at a gold crown camp. We're going to ask a question when we come back after this break with Bill Hanzek.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station.
16: Altitude 950 is now available
4: on Amazon
16: devices with Alexa.
13: What would you like to listen to? All of your favorite sports talk,
16: the best hosts, plus scores, traffic, and weather that you depend on is available anytime on your Echo, Echo Dot, Echo show, or any other Alexa enabled device.
17: Elevate your golf game at South Suburban's demo days on Friday, June 8th. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris, and The free event kicks off at 3.30 p.m. at the Lone Tree Golf Course. Try out products from top brands including Callaway, TaylorMade, Titleist, and more. Place your order and receive 15% off manufacturer suggested prices and have your clubs custom fit by their PGA Pro staff. Enjoy music on the patio and great food and beer specials. For more information, visit SSPRD.org.
8: What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is fifteen thirty eight dollars an hour. Fifteen thirty eight dollars an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today
3: in person at the Colorado Boulevard location .com. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football,
16: hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosher for my friends at Colorado Family Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings plus you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals and I call that a big win and you will too. So when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership choose American Financing. They have your best interests in mind and there are never any upfront fees. Call 303-695-7000 303-695-7000 or go online at AmericanFinancing.net and MLS
18: 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
2: Summer is coming and so is the heat. And at Best Way Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Best Way Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Best Way Insulation could save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Best Way Insulation. 303 469 808 9-0-8-0-8. Altitude
4: 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
6: 303-753-0950. Call the hotline right now, and uh the winner gets a Bill Hanslick Hoops Camp or a volleyball camp. Your choice. Scholarship, sure, Yeah,
15: boys and girls, uh basically. Ah, uh, second grade, first grade through ninth grade. When is the camp? Camp volleyballs the end of June and the first two Mondays in July is basketballs for a week each All right, on that team. Uh, the question is uh, pretty simple. three zero three seven five
6: three zero nine fifty. You just heard Bill relay a story of his uh, friend JP, uh, who was there, who was there for the war. He was, he stormed the beaches. 82nd Airborne Jumped. He jumped. The night before okay. the invasion. Uh, the name of the
15: book he penned. And as you just told me, I didn't realize this. He never got it he, well, mass published. He, no, he, he paid, personally paid for 500. He did not want it. He wanted to give it to his friends. He didn't want to make money on others. That's the kind of person JP was. And is, he's 98. He's still alive. He, he works out every other day. Uh hopefully we get him out again this summer.
6: All right, let's go to the uh, hotline right now and see if we can get an answer. Frank, uh, you're on the hotline. You're on the Vic Lombardi Show. How are you doing, Frank? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good. All right, so you heard uh, from Bill, what was the name? John Pelosi. 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 Pelosi.
15: John, John Pelosi.
6: wrote a book, and you name the
8: book
15: he wrote. Why Me? Why me? Is it you? You are the winner. Paying attention to oh, the can show. Can
8: Hanslick throw in a pair of those spandex shorts he wore back in the eighties? <laughs> did
15: you wear spandex? I didn't wear spandex, but there were the shorty shorts there. I tell yeah, pa- I tell kids cold. all the time, old school's coming mm-hmm. back in. What? Well, uh, c-
6: congratulations, Frank! Uh, you got gold crown coming your way. Hang on the line. Um Speaking of shorts, what is your reaction? Because you guys did wear the shorty shorts when you see these guys wearing those spandex all the way down to the ankles
22: these days.
15: Cause uh, I, I couldn't play, I, those things, I, I, yeah, it would be cumbersome to me. It cannot, it, it cannot help your game. Well, they so wear it for a reason. It's gotta yeah. help somebody. They look good. They, they think they look good. Doesn't Kevin uh, Durant wear them? Steph Curry yeah, wears yeah, them. Yeah, LeBron yeah. wears them. Gary Harris wears them. Did you wear them? No. I was, I, I remember when I was in high school and one time I wore wristbands cause I thought they were really cool.
19: <laughs> and I, I went like
15: one for 12 in the game, never wore wristband again. But that's it. I, so, so, you never wore like an elbow, cause you were always well, hustling? I, not unless I had some sort of injury. I didn't wear anything. Who was so the player? The
6: um, I think I want to say Paul McKeskey that wore the knee pads. Yeah.
15: Well, oh, so maybe wore
6: Jack G- Sigma. Did Jack Sigma wear knee might pads? Might have, might have. Like the old well, school, yeah. going, like old knee volleyball like the, knee pads. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
15: The little ones.
6: Yeah. Oh, no. So you guys, you never wore anything like no, that. Nah, nah. Like Mike Tyson entering the ring. Mike uh, Tyson? Yes. Come so, on, man. So tonight, are you going to that Nuggets thing tonight? Uh
15: Possibly. Okay. Um, are you going to the Nuggets I, thing tonight? I can't. I'm, I'm flying you out of You know what time. I am doing I this afternoon, though? What? I'm going to credit for for uh Altitude, uh Jenny Siegel's yeah. uh, Let's Talk Sports. Uh uh-huh. I'm doing a little documentary. Oh, on a referee.
6: Yeah, you and Romero, right? Uh No, it was me and Kyle Keith. Oh, Kyle uh, Chris Keith. Chris Dempsey did it, too. Oh, that you referee?
15: Yeah, we refereed a rec league game on oh. Monday night. Oh, this, so you're gonna, you, you let us know how we did. I, I have not seen it, yeah. but I can only imagine. Well, it's hard.
6: I can only imagine. You're critical of referees as much as anybody. It's not an easy job. No, when you not put an easy in your mouth, job at all. Have you ever officiated in any, any level?
15: Not, not not in a paid capacity, yeah. no. Do you know how Bill
7: Hanslick wound up in Denver?
6: Yeah, he was traded for one of the biggest names in the history of uh yeah. of the Denver Nuggets organization. And not, not enough people know this. Bill Hanslick was traded for David Thompson. That's correct, and that, so I, I was looking it up to confirm
7: it, but there's actually more to the story. Yep. The the David Thompson trade originally was a first-round pick and a guy by the name of Wally Walker. True. Wally Walker. And then the, the League or the Players Association said, you can't trade Wally Walker. He's a free agent. Exactly. First
15: time that they ruled a free agent. And here's what happened. Wait, free w- agency existed then? No, no. Well, He, he was not under contract. So technically you're free agent, so you can't trade him. Okay. Yeah. So here's the other sidebar of those guys. Those guys both come to my wedding, June 26th. Wally knows that I'm part of the trade, but doesn't tell me. I don't find out till I come back from my honeymoon. I call say, Hey, you're going to probably get traded to Denver.
7: (laughs) So that, that's an interesting wrinkle to it. The original trade for David Thompson was not Bill Hamblick. It was Wally Walker. Yeah. I didn't know that until yeah, I just I think looked the, the first
15: th- round what, what, and the first that- round pick that turned
7: into Rob Williams.
15: Rob? I remember Rob Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Williams called Doug Moe, he go, Yo, Judge, can I get a blow? And Doug would yell him, Keep your fat beep, beep, beep out there and keep
6: running. He was so out of shape. <laughs> oh. He I mean, if there's ever a guard that doesn't fit the Mo profile, it oh. was Rob Williams. He called everybody Judge. <laughs> hey, was was Doug in charge of drafting? Did he do the drafts?
15: Uh no. So he had no say in who you guys... he just he would say, "Can the guy play?" That's all he would. Can the guy play? Yeah, but I find that interesting though. I mean, he has a certain style and a certain characteristic he wants out of they, the player. They might have told him, "Oh, this guy's a little bit like this or that." I I sincerely don't never watch film, so I can't imagine him watching film on college guys, but maybe he did.
6: What do all these assistant coaches do in today's game? Cause back when you were playing, they had two or three assistants tops. Now they have six or seven. Two
15: or three. We had one. That's true. You did
6: one. Alan Briscoe. Yes. That was so what, what, what do they all do in, in today's well, game? Well,
15: they, they have defined roles. They, like one might track deflections, uh, you know, foul trouble, timeouts, uh, uh, what, what percentage of plays are working the best, uh, some analytics, but cause back in the eighties, it was
7: Doug. Allen and Chopper. That's it. That was the bench. Three. That was it. Yep. Now there's like a whole row of guys oh. behind the bench. Yeah. There's a there's a ton of there's, there's more guys in suits the than uniform. Team,
15: the team picture has more polo shirts than yeah. players. Yeah, probably true. Don't yeah.
6: forget Big Bill's. He had a stint there as an assistant coach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He when came you're... in there. Uh Do you think Steve Kerr is overrated as a coach? I think he and I love Steve Kerr. I love everything about him.
15: But how hard can it be to coach that team? Totally not overrated coach.
6: I, really? I,
19: I
15: think he's done a remarkable job. You can say you have all that talent in the world, true, but you still, you still have to win it all and he has. Yeah, but come on, Bill. I mean, he come has. on. Vic. Bill. So if you go, so, so, uh, how can you be any better than win it all? Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but you know, there was a year he did not win it all
6: too. Uh, he, he's well. got, he's got five all-stars on the roster, Bill.
19: Yeah.
7: Manchester can coach that team. Maybe. Here's the thing, though. He did more with that roster than Mark Jackson did. He won a title even before Durant got added to the team. So he did take them to the next level. The other side of the equation, though, is what was Luke Walton's record as their coach? Wasn't he like 23-1 and or something? He was a remarkable
3: (laughs) record.
15: Yeah. So I don't know. There there you go. Yeah.
7: There's two sides of the argument.
15: Yeah.
6: All right. So uh, Bill Hanslick want to appreciate your time here. Right now, we're going to go to Marty O with his morning fact checker.
4: Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, Sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker.
2: Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com.
6: By the way, uh, Marlo was there on Monday night. Don't want to disregard Marlo. He was giving play-by-play of all the referee interaction.
15: Where did you ref at?
6: Where Denver Athletic Club.
15: D.A.C.? Yeah. Marty, what do we got? All
25: right, we'll start with uh, Vic today. He gave an interesting statement at the beginning of the
6: show. Let's hear it. I don't like words that begin with un, like the opposite of what they intend to mean. I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, then we went into the next segment
25: where you yeah. talked about the Nuggets presentation yeah. tonight, and you said the word unveiled about ten times. Oh. So there. <laughs> I know. And
19: People what the Nuggets will that. do
6: tonight is unveil something. Something will be unveiled when something new is afoot, whether it's the unveiling of logos, uniforms, yeah. players. They hit the spotlight, and the unveiling is like uh, Coach Malone's <laughs> new haircut. New
15: unveiling uh, next week.
6: I find that unnecessary, Marty. <laughs> that was
15: well done, Marty. <laughs> that was Martin. very
25: unnerving. I, I think
15: that's unappreciated.
25: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I tell you, me and Jesse listened to the whole show very closely for any unwords you say. Okay, that was the better, only one. What's a better word for unveil?
7: I don't know that there is. And it doesn't really fit Release. your definition of what you didn't like about unwords. Cause it's, is it really the opposite of veiling? It's not. Yeah. It's its own word.
25: So I kind of am, am with you here. Thank you. I was I was reaching for stuff today, so sorry. That
7: was very creative. That was underrated on your part.
25: Uh, you guys asked what was the um, lowest amount of pitches in a perfect game. We all remember Addie Joss of the Cleveland Naps in sure. 1908. He only needed 74 yeah. pitches. That comes. Uh, Era. Like have a, have a perfect
15: a, game. He was efficient that day. You played baseball, right? I did. What position? I, I was a pitcher. shortstop, first base. You're a big guy. You saw, you saw my hitting ability. You, I dominated he, you, Vic. Vic, I dominated you. He can you. hit the rock. How fast could you pitch? I don't know.
5: What do you mean you didn't have been, I, don't know. I,
15: I, I was fast. I was wild. I learned how to throw an overhand curveball and uh-huh. blew my shoulder out. Huh. Not smart. Hence he became a basketball player. Yeah.
25: And the uh, highest amount of pitches in a perfect game is Matt Kane with 125.
6: Just
7: a little
19: FYI.
6: Good research there, Marty.
25: That's all I have today, fellas. That's it. That's that's it. It was a clean show. Martin, thank you very much.
6: Unnecessary. Get rid of that segment. But you know what I mean by the unwords. That was underwhelming. Unprovoked. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I. I mean, I get what you're
7: saying that you weren't really using one of those words yeah. with unveiling, but I, it is an odd thing to be upset about.
6: All right. So, <coughs> excuse me, hands. I've got a cold. He thinks that bee pollen is going to cure my cold. Do you have any home remedies, by the way? Anything no. that mama vitamins. used to, Just vitamins? Vitamins. It's okay. not, by the way, bee pollen doesn't cure your cold. Bee pollen is the best
7: thing you can take for, like, allergies, for hay oh. fever and stuff. Okay. It's better than over-the-counter, like, Claritin. That, okay. was, what I, that was my home remedy.
6: Fine. Uh One last time, then, uh, the Bill Hanslick Youth Camp, Basketball Camp, or Volleyball Camp at Gold Crown, what are the dates again? July dot no Goldcrownfoundation.com,
15: but second through ninth grade, different sessions, different. So the volleyball camp on there, Vic, what is it? Uh, it's June. June 25th, June 28th. Yeah. So with four days, awesome. Got the Metro State girls, uh, uh, coaching staff there to head it up, but lots of college players. We have over 200 kids that are already signed up, got room for a few more. Um, and then hoop camps start early July. Does JP still
6: show up for these camps? He was there one year, wasn't he?
15: Oh, JP's been one year. He's come out for the last like 25 years. That's great. This summer we're hoping he's had some health issues and the altitude gets him a little bit. But if he's there at the end of every session, every camp, the kids all stand up. And salute J.P. And when they salute him, they go, thank you, J.P., the candy man. That's
6: awesome. It's also great. known as the candy man. Before we say goodbye, as usual, our fired Up finale, please.
4: This, this is, all day, baby. is the Fired Up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. Every first
7: episode, there's the guy, and I have no idea what their names are, right? The, 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 like the, Meathead 1, Meathead 2, yeah. Meathead yeah. 4. So it's the Bachelorette because there's That's a something. chick and then like 29 dudes or yeah. whatever. And, of course, there's the one guy going... I don't think Robert's they here go. for the right reasons. He's not right. here for Caroline. Yeah, but just he's just here to be a model.
6: None of you are here for the right reasons. is <laughs> just having a conversation yeah. during the Over show. Over on
7: the phone. <laughs> That's when you know you're uh, in June <laughs> doing sports talk. <laughs> yeah. One, he's the guest is on his phone while we're doing <laughs> the show. He's still going. And two, the fired-up finale was my bachelorette take. <laughs> Uh, by the
6: way, has anybody oh, ever been 5-for-5? Five because five? I'm no. I'm 3-for-3. Three three. All right, up next, uh Hastings and Brownman, Uh I have the perfect week going. Chris wow. Look at Chris Marlowe. Yeah. Outside bowling. of his suit and tie. I don't even recognize the gentleman. What
7: gentlemen. did they call Scherzer's inning last night? The perfect... The immaculate? Immaculate inning. Yeah. I'm about to have the immaculate <laughs> week.
6: <laughs> Thanks Two for away. our guest today. Adam Mars, Bill Hanslick, of course, Mark Mojo, live from Normandy. Up next... Hastings and Brownman with special guest Chris Marlow on Altitude 950.
4: Marlow, Altitude 950. Rewind.
10: Listen, some of the pitches were up and we took advantage of it. You know, DJ got a base right off the bat and uh, Ionetta got a ball up over the plate that he drove in the right field seats. Uh, so the four runs there were, were big for us, big for Kyle. Uh, you know, we, we took advantage of some mistakes tonight.
4: Altitude 950. Denver's All-Sports Station. It's game day for the Colorado Rapids.
3: Coming up tonight, the Colorado Rapids are in Nashville to take on National SC in the U.S. Open Cup. Kickoffs at 6.30 with Richard Fleming and Connor Cate on the call.
4: KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's All-Sports Station. Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Browman, oh no! Hastings and Browman starts now.
3: Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate
5: to recreate this air to around saga. Got a launder.